0: You're listening to the Gamer Podcast. I'm Eric from the Gamer.com editorial team. And this week, we're breaking down all 30 games from the Nintendo Direct. But first, we'll be going over all the biggest news stories from the week. Let's go! Welcome to the show. Uh, we have the Nintendo Direct a little bit later on, but first we're going to start with the news. And it's Izzy Vandervell. Hello. Here for a, a little one-on-one. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? To- I'm good. How are you? Good. We've got a lot of cover today. I think uh, something that a lot of people are interested in uh, is the update from Microsoft that Activision Blizzard games are going to remain multi-platform into the future now this uh this was from an article published by microsoft and and the phrasing is vague
1: yeah it's uh, it's, it's optimistically vague but still vague. right
0: yeah intentionally so but the the promise is that yes we know call of duty is going to be uh on PlayStation uh because that was the contract that yeah. activision had with playstation but you don't have to worry, because beyond the the current contracts, uh, we will still be getting popular Activision Blizzard games on Switch and PlayStation, whatever that means, right? Hmm.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting sort of shift in the strategy for, that we've seen with Bethesda, where Bethesda games, apart from Deathloop, Bethesda games going forward are going to be xbox and pc exclusive Uh, yeah
0: so that's what i was trying to remember that we know like starfield will be exclusive to xbox right
1: yeah it's one of those things where we keep like every time i write about starfield i have to double check that because i'm like i'm sure i know that it's an exclusive yeah but i i also feel like there was never really a a, like an official announcement about it i think it kind of quietly was just at one point phil spencer was like yeah actually that's not going to be on anything else
0: so, yeah, so the question is, why, what makes Bethesda different from Activision Blizzard?
1: I think the difference here is Activision Blizzard games tend to be more multiplayer focused. And so there's a much bigger market there for microtransactions. And so keeping that player base in that market as, as large as possible um, by including those other platforms means more profit in the long run. Whereas with Bethesda, even though you can get DLC and horse armor and stuff like that, and they've got the Creation Club, it the, the games are generally single player focused. You um, know, mm-hmm. apart from Fallout seventy six, but that didn't that didn't do too great. So who knows when Bethesda will attempt another live service game? Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think I think they're just very different publishers. You know, like all the all the Bethesda studios, even like Arcane and. Those kind of studios, they focus on single-player experiences. So I think you can afford to take a bit of a hit on the DLC there. Um, with yeah, you know, you're not going to get all the money for the DLC, but you do make Game Pass a lot more valuable, and you can increase the price of Game Pass with it. Whereas with the other ones, you want those microtransactions coming through constantly because that's just a such a huge source of revenue.
0: Yeah, it's a good point because you know they're not promising that every Activision Blizzard game forever. Will be multi platform, right? No, it's not so, the popular ones, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's like not specific in its language, it kind of makes me wonder if we'll see like the single player releases, the next Crash Bandicoot, maybe. Although, maybe not Crash Bandicoot. but <laughs>
1: They might, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be so <laughs> strange. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe we will see some like smaller or single player releases. Um, Things show up only on game pass whereas yeah your call of duties and overwatch 2 and you know etc live service stuff yeah what uh this new survival crafting thing blizzard announced in a tweet <laughs> <laughs> um god every publisher is announcing their new games in a tweet
1: i know it's oh, well, you know e3 got Got physically, three got cancelled, and there's not been any word on the online ones. They're like, ah, just tweet it, sort it.
0: It's that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's it's also a, a recruitment issue. Yeah, I remember like they can I get employees? It yeah, we, um, yeah. So I think you could be right. I, I think that it that that makes a lot of sense. But you know, um, it, that's it's good news I, either way. Yeah, exclusivity does not bother me because. It's it feels like a symptom more than the problem itself.
1: I um, I tend to lean towards the camp of I do think exclusivity is good because as much as you know we as journalists and critics can want to consider video games art and can see video games as art, unfortunately they do have to be made with profit in mind. And so I think, you know sony being able to put time and money into god of war and saying look at this incredible game that you can't play anywhere else is a big selling point to them whereas mm-hmm. if that was multi-platform it might not necessarily have you know the the time and the care and the effort put into it so I, I do think exclusivity can can create some fantastic games that we otherwise wouldn't get things like journey like you know little indies like that but sure. funded by a pub, by one manufacturer right but, but I now, do also see how it can hurt consumers as well, because you can't like, not everything's going to be accessible to you on your machine.
0: But right. And, and we are seeing how rapidly Microsoft is getting out of the hardware business and mm. into the service business. Right. Yeah. So big changes. It's, it's such a good optics play, obviously, but it's contributes to like this broader narrative, uh, at least this generation of Microsoft being like, I guess, customer friendly, whereas (laughs) Sony very much is not. Yeah. Um, And a big example of that we have is this Horizon price shenanigan. Mm. Um, So Horizon is getting a free upgrade. Oh, look, it's Trevor. Hey, Trevor. Late edition, joining us now, community manager, Trevor Ford. How you doing, Trev?
2: Doing pretty
0: good. What are we going to be talking about today? So I was about to jump into uh, the this Horizon pricing shenanigan. Uh, I don't know if you both remember this, but basically, Sony had said that every PS5 cross-platform launch... Launch window, okay. Every (laughs) launch window, (laughs) cross-platform, the games that come out on PS5 around the first year that are also on PS4 will be the same price. Or in other words, if you buy it on PS4, you'll get a free upgrade to PS5. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I
0: remember. It's a it's a trick question. No, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Well, it was in it was in preparation for people
2: wanting the next gen consoles but not able to get them, right? Because of the shortage, or is that not what the that strategy was? For?
0: That is the idea, yes. But it's sort of hard to make that argument when, at the same time, Microsoft is like, "Hey, this is called smart delivery, and every game is the same on every platform, <laughs> 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 right?" Forever. Okay, so so you get a free. Upgrade for Sackboy and uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Horizon Forbidden West. However, Horizon then gets delayed from the end of 2021 to the beginning of 2022, which evidently pushes it outside of the PS5's launch window. And so Sony is like, oh, gotcha on the technicality. Now we don't have to give you that free upgrade, right? Everybody feels burned by this, obviously. And within a couple days, Sony doubles back and is like, "Oh no, actually, okay, fine. Since we literally promised you this, we'll give you the free upgrade. But this is it. No more handouts."
1: Yeah, it was very much a you know, this is the last one. Yeah, used to this anymore. You're we're done.
0: <laughs> yeah you you greedy gamers this is the last one okay so so now we're a week from horizon and this is the situation if you want your free entitled upgrade for horizon meaning you want to get horizon when it comes out and play the ps4 version on your ps5 or get the free upgrade this is also stupid you have to buy the game on a PS4, literally physically on a PS4 or on PlayStation's website. Mm. If you go to buy the game on a PS5, you can only buy the PS5 version which costs $10 more than the exact same than the PS4 version with the upgrade. There's no like you can't go to the store and see like PS4 plus free upgrade bundle or something like that. You have to go onto a PS4 and buy it. And then on the PS5, go into the store and find the upgrade for the game. Download that. And then you'll save $10 for the exact same game. <laughs> Trevor looks very confused.
1: On and he's right to look
0: confused. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this is obviously... Why? It's intentionally designed so that people that don't know about the free upgrade won't get it. Because if I'm just a person that doesn't listen to video game podcasts, you know, a normal person, <laughs> then I'm just going to be like, "Oh, Horizon came out. I'm going to go buy it." Yeah. And spend 70 bucks. Even it, though you could spend 60 bucks for the exact same thing.
1: It's it's weird because it even extends to the physical editions. So if you buy if you buy the PS4 box, like, yeah, physical game box, disc, everything. Yep it costs 60 quid. If you right. buy the PS5 box, it costs 70 quid. But if you put the PS4 disc into your PS5, you'll immediately be offered the the PS5 version to download and have digitally. Yep. So again, it's like... It doesn't really make any sense. It's just for people people like me who would like to have the PS5 box to add to their PS5 physical collection. Or are gonna have to spend an extra tenner for that privilege.
0: Right. Or more realistically, people that just don't know. You go to the store yeah, and there's two boxes next to each other. The PS4 one is 60, the PS5 one is 70. How are you supposed to know that they're exactly the same? Mm-hmm. Right? You're you're not. <laughs> they're charging yeah. $10 for air for nothing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and it sounds like a small amount of money when you put it like that, like just $10 per unit. But how many people are going to, like you said, just not know the difference? I mean, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars
0: just from that. How, yeah, how could you know the difference? That's the most... ass. If I was in the store and the and the GameStop guy was like, hey, by the way, the, get the PS4 one. They're exactly the same. Like, I probably wouldn't even believe him. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. How can they yeah. be the same? This one's for PS5. It's $10 more.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'd so. think you were getting conned into getting a lower-grade version of the game. Like, oh, I don't want it to be upscaled. I want Ooh. the actual native best
0: Why volume. would they charge me $10 for nothing? Like, that's a pretty fair question. Why are they charging $10 for nothing? <laughs> yeah,
2: that's The confusing. only use case I could see this, like, actually falling under would be... Someone who has a PS5 but does not have an internet connection at home so needs the native PS5 game on disk, but that's such a small, small subsect that it's you've got way bigger problems. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you but
3: have a PS5 and no internet day. connection,
0: <laughs> but also, even you probably not, not like if not games nervous. with no day one patches. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can...
1: That's the latest thing I've seen Twitter getting angry at us about. It's, all these journalists play video games without the day one patches, so how can they actually know what it's like? like, Yeah, we've (laughs) got review embargoes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really weird. Um, Yeah, so they could fix this. We still have another week until Horizon launches. They could fix this, but we shouldn't have to... Throw a fit about this stuff so that it it gets done correctly. You know, mm. it's just like, don't stop being shady. I don't want to get <laughs> mad at Sony all the time. This, but this sucks. They are going to yeah. make so much money off of pure confusion, and that's yes. bad.
1: Very anti-consumer.
0: Um, just to be
2: clear, they're not offering like any in-game incentives or anything like that for buying the native PS5 version either. Is there? No, I haven't no. seen anything. But okay, no.
0: And then also, let's keep in mind that going forward, you will have to pay that $10 for what is effectively the same game. I mean, to me, this is tantamount to, like, charging me a fee if I have a good video card. <laughs> yeah. Like, You're not wrong. If, you want to up from 60 to
2: 144 That's That's uh, $5. 240 That's what we're talking $15. about. $15.
0: That's literally what we're talking... Oh, you have an RTX card? Oh, you have an SSD in your computer? Well, I'm sorry. You have the, the high-fidelity version of the game. It's going to cost... Like, that is what we're talking about. Because you invested in better PlayStation hardware, you actually have to pay more for your games. Like, that's kind of a- crazy, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, when you put it, it like is that, crazy. It, does, it does make me feel like a bit of a chump for spending so much money. This, <laughs> just like, it's kind <laughs> of you're paying so many more money.
0: <laughs> it's kind of crazy <laughs> that they can do that.
2: That almost yeah. makes me want, this is like a tangent, but I'm picturing now like a roguelike game that has features stripped away and on each run you actually use in-game currency to purchase, not like upgrades but just technical features like you can raise it from <laughs> 240p to 360p or you can up your frames from 3 to <laughs> 20 to make it easier to move around the level
0: that's kind of Evo evoland isn't it i guess it is
2: yeah basically
1: yeah. Yeah. Land. That sounds cool, there's no
2: original yeah. ideas left
1: Damn it! I was, <laughs> say, yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, I was just about say, Eric, cut that, and we'll make that, ass- we'll sell that idea ourselves. But <laughs> right? if it, <laughs> it
2: but only the base version. The other one will be twenty dollars more, and you actually don't get any <laughs> of
0: features. Um. Okay. This uh, Assassin's Creed update. We just got this. Well, today as we're recording, but this happened on Wednesday. Uh. So the update is that the I didn't play Valhalla, so is this how you say his name? Basim? I also
1: did not play Valhalla. Perfect. So sure, I guess. I don't know.
0: Trev, Do no Valhalla for you? That's a I... big negative bust. Short <laughs> segment, short segment. Uh, there was a expansion in the works for Valhalla. It is now its own game. You might call it an expand-alone. Which
1: I love. Patent Pattern-pending.
0: Uh, This is likely going to take the place of the yearly release uh, instead of the next big, whatever it was going to be, Assassin's Creed Live or Assassin's Creed Forever. Infinity, Infinity, yeah. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Never Ending. Uh, So (laughs) this year we're getting this stealth-focused spinoff that is not your typical big open world Assassin's Creed game, it's going to be this this slice of Valhalla, which is more interesting to me than any of the last 20 Assassin's Creed games. I was going to (laughs) say,
1: everything you just said made me realize how long it's been since I've actually properly played an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. The last one I played was five, so when you're like, oh yeah, it's going to be a stealth-based game, unlike the usual... (laughs) Big open world action RPG. I was like, "What? Well, that's that's not what." Assassin's this has ever been to me. <laughs> this is an
0: assassin's game about yeah. stealth. Can you can you imagine that? They make that
2: shift. I guess it would be Syndicate, right, where they shifted over from the slower parkour style movement to the more arcadey, where people described yeah. it almost as like floating movement. I guess that would be. Yeah. I haven't played since then, like Syndicate. So around the same yeah, time. You can it's easy. Definitely-
1: you can definitely see the shift to that in Unity as well, in number five.
2: Yeah, yeah, where
1: it is a bit, yeah, it's definitely more RPG focused, or like they're getting more into their RPG element. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a cool idea to do a do an expand alone. I mean, the article said it's because Ubisoft apparently doesn't have uh, too much on the cards for twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, so it's trying to it's trying to just put put something out. Mm-hmm.
0: I we give like Origins and like the the reboot series a lot of credit for like changing the Assassin's Creed formula but like does it really like it it leans into RPG stuff more but like they're still just massive open world games that just like do a little bit of everything and you know what I mean they're not really different like if this is not an open world game if it is a like stealth action Maybe a little Dark Souls. Like, if it's a very different Assassin's Creed game, I think that's way more interesting. I don't know why Assassin's Creed yeah. has to have 25 games that are all exactly the same.
1: Yeah, because I think Open World has been a series staple from the very beginning. I mean, it was used to show off what the PS3 could do with crowds and mm-hmm. how yeah how vast the worlds could be.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm interested. Um, okay. Uh, Izzy, America's army is shutting down. It is. The, the United States army is, uh, calling it, calling it a day. No, I'm talking about the video game. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard of this?
1: I, weird enough, I, I hadn't heard of that game specifically. I had heard about, um, it was like the U S army or the U S Navy or something like violating Twitch's terms of service by like, essentially actively recruiting mm, that, via twitch <laughs> they, were they were like they were like recruitment
2: dudes. messages yeah. in chat i think is yeah. what they got in control for like they still have yeah. the twitch channel it's still yeah.
0: active so that is bad this is a million times worse Oh, really got that. this game this is a fucking fascinating game Trevor, have you ever played
2: yeah i actually had this used in a recruiting effort when i was in high school yeah. Back in, wow. like, 2011.
0: Oh my god. It's, I played uh... the shit out of this game. Man, but you, know, are, a, yeah. you lot
1: are radicalized over there.
0: Izzy, this game <laughs> is fucking nuts. Okay. First of all, it's awesome. It's so fun. <laughs> 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 this, this uh, it's game a real was, game. This is a real video game designed at the Pentagon Damn. as a recruitment tool. Like, unabashedly, like we want a game so that people can experience what it's like to be in the army before they join that's literally like what the purpose of the game was
1: and we're not talking about call of duty or medal of honor it's a different game
0: a different a different like counter strike sort of uh yeah pvp squad based i think it was like squads of 3 but yeah. This this game did shit that no other games do. They wanted a level of realism that so that they could justify like that it's an actual like training and recruitment tool. Yeah. So you would take classes and get certifications in the in, game. This, in the game. Wow. You would get they had really? like they had like field medic training in this game Dumb. that people who played the game have used in real life to save lives.
1: I mean that's pretty cool, at least. Not the whole <laughs> recruitment aspect, but actually being able to teach people stuff is, is hard. Yeah,
0: every like, like how you would have different roles in like Battlefield, you yeah. had to go through training courses in the game to like be a paratrooper. Like yeah. you had to learn like parachute, and pro- to an extent that I imagine you could probably actually parachute. <laughs> After Not you know, pay like, to win,
1: just learn to win. <laughs> the,
0: the like the the gunplay, like everything. It was just like a hyper realistic shooter, um, that came out in like 2007 and was made by the government <laughs> <That's so
1: weird. laughs> to
0: get kids to. Yeah. Did they keep when Does it
1: look like a 2007
0: game? They kept, yeah, they kept putting out new versions of it year after year. I think the most recent one is still like five or six years old.
2: When it came down to like this, or going to typing class in high school, this was so cool at the time. And it's not until retrospect that you realize it's a little bit uh, questionable. Might be the kindest <laughs> way
0: to put it. <laughs> Dude, how did my parents let me play this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I came I'm home actually that mad and I at like... my
2: parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think back now you're like oh man that shouldn't have been allowed anywhere near a school let alone production and yeah it got used for yeah like 20 years right yeah i'm curious if there's any publicly available numbers on what i mean it must have been successful if they ran it that long right but, like direct recruitment numbers from that platform
1: why have they stopped it because yeah you guys are by the sounds of it, it does sound like it would work. So yeah, why is it being Oh
0: I'm sure nobody's played it in years. Oh, like, okay. I'm sure it's just just dead game. Yeah. Or just outdated, like what you don't need to learn how to fight a ground war anymore. Like we just have <laughs> we just have drones kill people. Like, yeah, they're working on the
2: America's Army collaboration with Fortnite. That's why they're <laughs> there. no
1: Yeah. That's Oh god, it's gonna be part of the metaverse now. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, uh, is, this, what, is this one of those things that, like, it, it's huge in America, but Americans don't really talk about it, so, like, everyone else doesn't know it exists, like the whole having to do the Pledge of Allegiance every day in class, like, one of those things where it's like, huh, oh, America is weirdly radicalized and just, like, it feels not talked about enough. <laughs> Wait, back up a second? Uh,
2: yeah. Do y'all, is that not something y'all have to do?
0: Did you think that they would say the Pledge of Allegiance, too? <laughs> I, I thought
2: I thought they would just wake up every morning and face the West and sing God Bless the Queen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, of that sort. I'm just now learning that y'all don't have a Pledge of Allegiance
0: equivalent. No, that's a really weird thing we do, Trevor. Um, we, we have a oh national man, anthem, well,
1: but it, yeah, it's one of those things where America's always like, oh, look at... Who- all these backwards nations and their propaganda kids like stand up sing it with sing it with your heart put some soul into it boy come on
0: (laughs) well the pledge of allegiance isn't a song but yes maybe it should be we have other forms for that (laughs) yeah we got plenty (laughs) other songs um okay moving on uh can we talk about the fucking amico the intellivision scam Sorry, I'm gonna get an email from a PR person just because I said that. But
2: <laughs> I, 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 I still can't tell if this is a real product or not. I wanna flip <sighs> flopping back and forth. Like
0: I, okay. So if you don't remember the Intellivision, Amico, first of all, Intellivision was a home console from the 80s. It was pretty like foundational to home gaming, uh, and it's like an important piece of video game history. Uh, okay, and then, so
1: this is why it sounds like something that should be going up against a Dreamcast, not like <laughs> a PS5. More
0: like going up against an Atari. It looks like it, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so, and then Intellivision fades into obscurity for 30 years. Or 40 years. I don't know how long time is. Uh, and now it's back uh, with a new family-friendly home council called the Intellivision Amico. If you watched E3... I guess it was last year, the last E3. Um, or was was that 2020 again? I don't know how time works. I think you, it was 2020. you would have seen this long presentation with uh Tommy Tellerico television CEO spokesman uh talking about this wacky handheld hybrid Android-based family-friendly dumb console that nobody wants. Oh, you
1: mean you mean the Nintendo Switch?
0: This is like... The controllers are like... Uh, cell phones? And, and all the games are like... They have to be rated E. But they're mostly Android games. I don't know. It's a bad idea. Okay.
2: <laughs> so the... All it makes me think of is... Uh, when the Roku had games on it when it first dropped. And they immediately realized... That's a bad idea. We shouldn't do that. And this is just that idea expanded on.
0: What was that other Android all console? The, games remind me of. the Ouya. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouya. People were
2: hype about that one,
0: too. Yeah. Um, unlike the Amico, no, which no one is hyped about. Um, okay, so here's the update. Uh, here's the deal. Tommy has stepped down as CEO. This thing has still not come out. And now it has a new crowdfunding campaign on StartEngine. They are selling shares in the company for $0.72 a share, minimum investment $500. They have raised an additional $37,000 so far with 33 investors. $37,000 between 33 people. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: that way. <laughs> uh, so that you can own stake uh, that, so that you can own stake in the Amigo um, I want to read a couple things off of the campaigns page start engine it looks like kickstarter right you've got like the pitch deck and you can see your rewards in this case you get bonus shares the higher your investment tier yeah
2: so yeah. it's more like startup company focused over product, though, right? Correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, but but the the pitch is the is a pitch for the Amico, not for, Intellivision television as a company. It's it's for the console right, itself. Right. A couple of things I want to point out. First of all, the top of the overview. This is how it begins in big bold text. There are more than three billion casual video game players. And then it has like a little description and a picture of a family playing, and it says huge, huge block letters. Our potential audience is three billion people worldwide.
4: Now <laughs> if you've
0: ever seen w- one episode of Shark Tank, watch one episode of Shark Tank. Every bad pitch on that show starts with the potential size of the market right like everyone that comes in with a bad idea like will come in and be like did you know that six and a half billion people worldwide use soap (laughs) if we're able to capture even two percent of that right like that is not an idea for anything like saying that there are three billion casual gamers that doesn't mean that your audience is three billion like that is so fucking stupid and it just gets more stupid from there the next image is uh, is on the left is a pile of consoles. In there, you can see a, an original Xbox, an N64, an NES controller, uh, a PlayStation 1 controller, and they're all piled on top of each other. And it says complicated. <laughs> and then on the right, and then on the right is the Amico with its weird cell phone like controllers and it says simple <laughs> <are you> <laughs> I, I need to i need
1: to pull up these controllers the amico looks like some sort of weird 70s retro future ipod like it's a dial but then it also kind of looks like a remote like there's there's no it's if it's simple it's because it looks nearly featureless <laughs>
2: This looks like a medical
1: device. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it could be like this a like not... a weird defibrillator.
0: Uh I guess wireless looks like a, a, looks like an old way. Nokia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is the charging pad the console or or just the so, charging pad or remote, so, the remote yeah. the console? Uh,
0: so the campaign here is talking about how expensive consoles are and how expensive games are and how difficult they are to learn. Whereas the Amico is going to be inexpensive, which, no, it's not. It's uh, $250. $250. Right? Yeah. Just the base, like, console two
2: controllers, let alone these. Because uh, they have, like, found, not founders packs. I've been looking at Lost Ark too much. What did they call them for this? <laughs> There's some bundles they're selling, too, that are
0: even more. So then it says this. Making matters worse, there is a dark side. Today's dominant themes include physical violence, gun violence, (gasps) adult language, and sexual content. An online gameplay where participants interact with complete strangers over the internet opens up players to uninvited predators. We believe these issues have driven families away from video games.
1: Is this like a... A group project between Mumsnet and like the church or something.
0: There's no simple unified entertainment platform all family members can enjoy equally.
2: I gotta say, it's an interesting take to claim that three billion people in the world are casual gamers, while also claiming that families are being driven away from gaming. <laughs> I can right? I assume we'll get the other six billion back.
0: <laughs> and also, like. The casual gamers are going to go on start engine and find the campaign for your hyper niche uh like indie console. like what are you talking about
1: They're, they're trying to reinvent the Switch Lite and it sounds like they're not doing a
2: very they're, good job.
0: Why are they acting like the Switch doesn't exist? Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it's <laughs> no literally mention just this of it. but better, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So maybe that'll come out someday, right? It, it does sound I, like a scam. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let uh, Trevor, I want to touch on the Halo situation. Halo Which is in Halo in free fall.
2: <laughs> it is.
0: So we already saw at least for like viewership, uh, it dropped out of the top fifty last month, or maybe I think it was actually like forty fifth on Twitch last month. Which, you know, isn't everything, but uh, that's bad news. Now, on... I would say for a competitive online
2: shooter, that's usually a pretty good indicator, though. Like, you've still got games from three, four years ago. Apex, even Overwatch still averages like 20,000 viewers, and Halo fell below that. So it's definitely not a healthy indicator in any means.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, if we're talking about some, like, popular single-player game, uh, it, once it's, you know, two weeks old, it could still have a, a ton of players. You know, like, Dying Light 2 is going to start falling off of Twitch soon, but it's still going to have hundreds of thousands of people playing. But Halo, come on. Like, if it's not popular on Twitch, it's not popular and that's what we're like pretty that's what we're finding now. Now we don't have data for all the platforms that Halo is on because it's on Xbox, it's on Game Pass, it's on Game Pass for PC, like we we are not going to have those numbers. But we can see from the Steam numbers that we're like under 10,000 players concurrent on average. It was like below out of the top 50 on Steam this past month like that's a sharp fall off
2: it was um what what were we averaging even, like first 2
0: weeks so like for the steam beta that was when it peaked before it even launched 272,000 concurrent and then i guess there was a second beta weekend which hit 180 on launch was at 147 um And then two weeks after launch was down to 70K, and then it slowly has declined down to where right now there are 8,000 people playing.
2: I would expect the drop from release to half after that two weeks. I think that's pretty normal with Uh these huge releases, but that drop from, what was it, 70 to 8 now Yeah, is concerning. It's just— In two months. There's a difference. It definitely feels like I know they were planning to make this. How did they define it? A 10 year game mm-hmm. was the plan, but it really feels like they put the content on such a drip yeah, that it doesn't feel like you are getting any, like it's purely cosmetic still. I know we've got the first, uh, it's in a couple months, right? The first like big patch update, but I'm almost wondering if that's gonna not Pull a whole lot of those people back in.
0: That's the thing. The length of time. It's so hard to bounce back. Once you start falling off. And. they Their first season. Is six months long. Like, like this is unheard of.
2: Which is. It's far too long in a modern landscape. I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think of the best. Game to compare it to. And I keep coming back to Apex. And in that time Apex has released. What two new. Heroes, not here In its first year, like term. or Apex, Apex, Apex. Apex no, Legends, no, right? um, Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've released two new Legends and a new map in that same time frame. Right. Mm-hmm. While well, all we've gotten from Halo is
0: well, new games, got some new Slayer game modes we've gotten so far. Yeah. Uh, we've had uh the tenrai event which comes and goes which is also really weird nobody else does that where you have an event that comes for one week every month um yeah, and then they have
2: limited time game modes but they last usually like a couple of weeks and then in not yeah sporadically
0: over right so there's that there was the the winner event um but yeah i mean that is the problem like not enough game modes, not enough content, nobody's sticking around. Like, they're all going back to Apex, because Apex has a big release, or, I mean, they're not going to Call of Duty, but, like, they're, they're, going, <laughs> they're going back to their games that give them content all the time. Um, and, uh, like, obviously that's a hard thing to do, but, like, that was, that's the deal. Like, that's what happens when you make a live service game. You gotta have the content. Gotta have the content, baby. What do you? What are you doing, Halo? It just came out way too early, right? Like it just shouldn't have come out.
1: I guess that already.
2: It it really did feel. Yeah, because it was delayed already. What?
1: uh, A full year. Yeah. Yeah, It was was meant to be launched like like, I reckon they were probably just like we can't delay it any further.
0: Well, they should have. It's a shame. There's. It's so much harder to climb back than to start with momentum. Like you. You don't see these games lose that much momentum, you know?
1: It does happen. I mean, it it happened with, like, No Man's Sky, and um, I think it happened to an extent with Fallout 76 as well. From everything I've heard, that game started terribly and then did actually, like, keep getting better and better and better. But it is still going to be an uphill battle.
0: If Halo Infinite maintains Fallout 76 numbers, it'll be an utter failure. Like, that is not what Halo wants. (laughs) That's like Yeah I don't know I mean I I just think it's so So hard to climb back from this And season 2 When it starts in like what April or whatever is gonna have to be Like a whole game (laughs) It's gonna have to be like Halo Infinite
2: 2.0 I know we've heard like A little bit of the plans for April But what do we know besides Co-op coming to the campaign
0: uh forge 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 will be a really big deal okay yeah
2: that should do a whole lot for it because I think a lot of these games I mean we've talked about it before you can't design a 10-year game right the community has to drive it it has to be it needs a lot of developer support but it has to be the community driving it and you can't have that without community tools yep I mean Halo 3 lived for so much longer than it should have purely because of that forge mode. So that will be, I think a big driver for that. If they bring back that and then easily shareable game modes and maps, I think will be a huge key to allowing it to kind of build back to what it was expected.
0: Yeah. And just better rewards, right? Like the, their cranked mode is a mess. Their battle pass is pathetic. Their, their limited time events are all bad. Like it's just, it's such a fun game, but that's not enough anymore. And I, I think you like. It's just a matter of fact. Like you have to be more than a fun game. <laughs> I mean,
1: it makes me wonder, as a creative, like as a or like as a developer, how many must, how many really want to be doing like a ten-year game? Like, as sure like an individual developer. Yeah. You must no,
0: it's it's that. hard. It, yeah, it's hard to, you're not going to
1: want to stay and do the same thing. Like, just, um, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm designing guns for Halo. Oh, what are you doing in five years? Designing new guns for Halo. Like, they don't. No, one no. wants Be- to do that. Yeah,
0: people don't. Yeah, people that have like been at respawn forever doing Apex. They, they, they move on. Mm. Um, it, it just feel like Purgatory. Like just
1: doing the same job, just over and over.
0: So the, I
4: just la-
2: want the big team battle mode game mode to work, man. That's all I want. <laughs> I think they finally fixed it, but it was out. It was buggy for a month and a half, like all yeah. of December through mid January.
0: Yeah, that's the. They need way more maps. There's only three maps for that, isn't that? It? Yeah, it gets real wow. old real fast. Yeah, yeah that sounds too low. Um, the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, Ubisoft is real serious about this NFT stuff like mm. they're not going to be shamed, shamed out of it for sure um there's
2: no, what we them to be <laughs> there there's like
0: soft. three three things here the first one was uh an interview that um i don't know who it was uh, a, a Corporate person did an interview, a very that had horrible optics. That was basically oh like, "Oh God,
1: I forgot about this."
0: Yeah. Uh, nobody gets it. You just don't get it. <sighs> yeah, it was just like, "Oh, gamers aren't ready. They, they, How? they don't know what they want."
1: How rotted does your brain have to be to be like, my job? What I'm trying to do right now is sell some, is sell people this idea, this concept, this product. And when they don't want to buy it, instead of, like, trying to explain it to them or market it to them in a different way, I'm going to say, well, you're just a fucking idiot because you don't get it. I, oh, God, it's so stupid.
0: So then the second thing was that uh, we found out that they were giving their shitty NFTs to employees, like, as if it was a gift. <laughs> uh, they were giving like, well, was like an yeah. Right? yeah, they were giving like the Ghost Recon NFTs, injecting them into their crypto wallets. You know how we all have crypto wallets, right? Well, apparently every Ubisoft employee does, and uh, as
1: actually obliged to have a crypto wallet. as a
0: gift, they all had to take these NFTs. That was the second thing. This was all this week. The third thing was the. Rabbids are in some bullshit NFT game called the sandbox where you can buy blockchain real estate In the metaverse, I want to kill myself
2: (laughs) Yeah, I can't figure out who looks at a game and wants to have to make money from it to
1: keep playing Right, demons. Like that, owning that's <laughs> it's what I hate so much about all these conversations is you've just got all these suits saying, "Oh well, what what are the gamers getting out of the video game?" And it's like the joy of the playing, playing, a, video playing game, a video game, the game, the art, the 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 social aspect of it. Like, there's so many things beyond just how is this helping my portfolio that should be considered when playing video games or making video games for people rather it, than just it's just commodifying every aspect of our lives so that even our leisure involves making money it's
0: and horrible. it's so okay. it's so like disgustingly dishonest because mm-hmm. you you it takes a very simple google search to learn about extrinsic motivations versus intrinsic motivation and the decades of research we have on that topic like people uh if you take something that people like and then you give them uh money for doing it they don't like it anymore Hmm. we know this there's science behind this like
5: games journalists we
0: definitely (laughs) (laughs) yes we all hate video games (laughs) this isn't this isn't mysterious like we don't need to discover this and every time they're like talking about Getting value out of the time you put into the games, no, you are losing the value mm-hmm. as soon as you introduce uh, a financial incentive. So, uh, yeah, anyway, bad news. So, here comes the rabbits, these voxel rabbits, uh, are now in, you can now buy them or whatever in this stupid sandbox, whatever. Here's my thing like, okay, the rabbits are really annoying, right? Like, they're kind, of, they're kind of annoying characters.
2: Hmm. I mean, that's the whole shtick, right? That's the
0: whole thing. But, like, so are the minions.
2: <laughs>
0: and I... <Yeah. laughs> they're almost the same thing. And I just feel like... I just feel like Ubisoft really landed on something with the Rabbids. Like, I feel like that could have been such a huge... I hate to say it. It could have been a huge IP, y'all. I really think the rabbits could have been on <laughs> fucking lunchboxes and cartoons. They could have been everywhere, and boy have they mishandled it. And there's no better example of that than the rabbits in the NFT game. Which mm. I you know, we gotta stop calling them games. They're not games. <laughs> the oh. rabbits NFT scam money making project.
2: Blockchain it's, experiential experience. Blockchain experience.
0: <laughs> um yeah
1: <laughs> do you do you think Ubisoft? because obviously you know a lot of the smaller developers or smaller games like individual games like you know stalker or like team 17 they've been shamed and like you know had backlash and you turned on nfts do you i part of me thinks that ubisoft is doing this because because it's big it can afford to lose money for a while it can afford to experiment and like try and be one of the leaders in what it thinks is going to be this next great like monetization aspect of video games because i'm sure the first you know i mean when when microtransactions came out they weren't popular but you know a few companies stuck with it and now everyone does it and it's kind of fine so i I reckon ubisoft thinks that's the way this is going to go but even with microtransactions there was an ease to it like you just your wallet is like your actual bank account is already connected to your console because you buy games on it no one's gonna Go and get a crypto wallet. Connect to their crypto wallet. Have to go to all these weird third-party sites to do all this nonsense. That's just so absurd. I
0: I really can't entertain the notion of NFTs becoming mainstream. I really can't. I can't, I can't even could. put my mind there because it's so dystopic. <laughs> it really it's is. too. It's too upsetting to imagine a a widespread acceptance mm. of blockchain shit so um you know like no it's not outside the realm of possibility and yes that is what ubisoft thinks is happening yeah and it's trying to be on the forefront of it but i like i really i'm i'm dead serious i can't even go there because it's too upsetting
2: i think (laughs) that is exactly what they're doing though i mean they've made significant investments they have uh what is it called the strategic innovations lab which mm-hmm. is basically just their coded department for working on this sort of future development. I mean, they have a, a blockchain director yeah. in their executive <laughs> suite. He's the guy oh. who I think did this interview that we were talking about to start this. Oh, um, so they're obviously putting large amounts of attention and money behind it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sad and pathetic. Make, yeah. make good video games. <laughs> yeah. <Honestly.
1: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like, oh look your 2022 2023 release lineup isn't isn't looking too hot just 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 keep making games you know just just fix your toxic yeah. alleged toxic culture issues and no just... p-
0: pivot p- pivot into ponzi schemes <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> that's way easier than actually fixing things here. pivot
0: into ponzi schemes and pretend they're video games God. uh okay i think that uh, everybody's ready for the Nintendo Direct. I sure am. Um, we're recording before the Nintendo Direct, so uh, just as a fun little game. Any predictions?
1: Um, I know everyone always says this. Would be cool to see some Breath of the Wild 2 stuff. feel like it's
0: being. <laughs> wow, <weird>. bold. Bold. <laughs> really, really out of left field with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not really a Nintendo like. I mean, obviously, I do like Nintendo stuff, but I don't even own my own Switch. I just use my housemate, so I'm not the i'm not really the person to ask, unfortunately.
0: Trevor, what do you think? Uh,
2: I got two that I'm going to run with. I think we'll see Wind Waker HD oh, for I would, the I would Switch. That. It'd be great, and I think we'll also see an Earthbound. Either sequel or remaster. Wow, Not sure.
0: Are they, is that
2: the rumor? That, that's my that's my out there one. Okay, I has that's been there was a. I can link you the tweet I saw mm-hmm. um, that I'm kind of drawing that from.
0: Uh, what does that mean, Trevor? Maybe snowing.
2: That's a, I believe the technical director from the original Earthbound series. Okay. And it's just, it's one of those very pull as much from it or as little from it as you want. Sure. That's kind of where the rumor has gotten started that I'm seeing through, uh, through Twitter and actually a lot of Instagram is kind of buzzing on just that tweet today. Okay. So it's, again, it's like nothing to go off of, but it's got that vibe kind of going right now.
0: Well, we're going to find out who's right, who's wrong, literally right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back uh, to talk about the Nintendo Direct. God damn it, Nintendo. <laughs> you did it again.
4: <laughs> Let's Nintendo, go. You did it again.
0: You
5: son of a bitch. Like, just keep knocking out them home runs. I'm Stop glad we're all games, in agreement. Baby. I'm glad we're
4: all in agreement. That was, that was a good direct. That was a good one. Yeah. They got some stuff in that
0: one. They do some bad ones sometimes, but yeah, I'm very yeah. happy with how this turns out. No Pokemon do. In
5: this one. Well,
0: that's
4: good. That <laughs> one
0: I Let's all recognize that this was a Nintendo Direct that had no Pokemon. Well, they usually don't. They're their separate thing. But no Zelda. No Zelda. Yeah didn't matter, they didn't fucking need Zelda. No, ho- no Hollow Knight, no Bayonetta, no Metroid. Oh, yeah, a
4: little Still bit Still
0: A banger. No, I guess Mario was. I guess there was Metroid, yeah, but we'll get to the that. Time. Okay, there
4: was a baby bit of Metroid. Yeah, yeah
0: baby Mario Metroid. football. <laughs> uh, 30, 30 games mentioned, 30 Whoa. trailers, some reveals, wow. some updates uh let's get into it uh we started with fire emblem warriors three hopes this is a a second fire emblem warriors not technically a sequel to the first one because this one takes place in the world of three houses mm-hmm. oh and it's doing the same kind of thing that the that the last hyrule warriors did where it's like alternate timeline to the yeah it's, like, it's not, not a houses. sequel it, it's, but it it's age did. of
6: calamity sort of thing
0: yeah is it Uh, is it
6: alternative story or is it not just like part of the
0: no isn't it oh okay no it's not canon it's not which i can Uh, dig it was running it was pretty rough in the trailer there were some frame drops there's there's
4: some real frame drops
0: asia calamity is rough yeah (laughs) yeah
4: yeah yeah, yeah, that is (laughs) To be that honest, that game
5: runs like
0: garbage. That's actually why I didn't get too far in Age of Calamity. Like the too. performance was so bad I was not having a good time.
4: I yeah. mean, I feel like that genre is not a good fit for the Switch, considering that it requires like like right? dozens of hundreds of soldiers on screen, and you're trying to do that on the Switch, which mm-hmm. uh could barely handle like, Pokemon, <laughs> Arcade. That is true. <laughs> well, the
5: Fire Emblem Three Houses, like, in the battle sequences, the frame rate in that game is not great.
4: Yeah. Oh, really? I never played Three Houses. Well, that game I was, to like, hot it. trash, like, dead, most yeah. of the time, and anyway. Really? So. Not <laughs> to jump ahead,
0: but this was not the only game we saw that had some real rate yeah. problems during this track. Yeah. So, yep, that's going to be a problem. And they, they keep saying that we're only halfway through the Switch's lifetime. So, wow. Well, I'm hoping a Six Switch more Pro will years come along this? next direct and, 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 fix all, and fix all of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Squeeze
4: every drop out of this thing. Um, they need to make up say... for lost
6: time with the
5: Wii U. True. Put some more RAM in that fucker, like.
0: I think these Muso spinoffs are cool. I would like I'd like to see more of them. Fire Emblem Warriors it, is great. So another it's not one of the those
4: genre ones. that I thought Nintendo would embrace—a genre when you just put any franchise into it, and now it's just like go beat up everyone. Yeah, Maybe kill them all. It works. They're like, yeah, oh they yeah, we can, trust,
5: we can trust. We can trust Tecmo to just smash these out if we give them an ip oh yeah they
4: probably feel... just drag and drop this nintendo assets into like this thing they probably already have like a blank game ready to go and like what's this one <laughs> zelda fire <laughs> okay yeah we'll do that one all right great how yeah, long
0: everything... how, how long until we get mario shooting a fireball at five thousand goombas <laughs> i am
4: shocked that that has not happened i don't think, I think it's this... got the
5: characters to work
4: personally i think this would go great with pokemon
6: i think if they
5: there's always this talk about like a a
4: pokemon a
6: pokemon Pokemon a a pokemon a pokemon war or something like in x and y they go into (laughs) uh, (laughs) war. yeah they've they've spoken about pokemon wars before i want a military
4: uh, i want a military strategy game with pokemon that's what i want Oh, i want little helmets on
6: i think there's like a ds i forget what it's called like pokemon conquest where i think it's like a a kind of uh, it looks a bit like Fire Emblem but yes. I don't know what exactly the gameplay is. But I would love to see like a, a Pokemon version of this kind of Koei Tecmo, Hyrule Warriors kind of thing. I think it would work, and not obviously not with humans like beating the shit out of other Pokemon, but with like you play as a
0: Pokemon and you fight other Pokemon. I think you play as a Pokemon and you fight people. <laughs> that would great. I want to beat people
4: up <laughs> as Hitmonchan.
0: Yeah. That would be cool. Uh, there is a war in Pokemon. It's, we've saw it in X and Y. There's a movie about it, uh, yeah. lucario and the Mystery of the Mew. Uh, good movie. We could we could have a war. I think RTS might be cool too. But uh, okay, that's a total <laughs> tangent. Let's keep going. Advance Wars One and Two reboot uh, yeah. finally yes. has given some yeah. yeah. Yes, please.
4: yeah, that is my jam. This was delayed to
0: out of last year. Uh, oh, you haven't yeah. played it? I mean, this is great. No, I've actually got good. it on my Game Boy Advance. It's on my list,
6: but yeah. I will play it before this comes out you might as well wait <laughs> yeah don't no, do I that wanna, i want to No, i want to experience what it originally i i really love my game boy and i, I just want to try yeah. and milk it for as much as i can until the, and then see the differences
0: we we have full voice acting uh for mm-hmm. both games i love that more games uh, need to do that yeah uh this is great fun i i love this this is like a a very uh a very timeless game i think yeah, like, the, yeah. the updates are great but like it's it's not going to feel like it's aged in a lot of ways. That-
4: Very nostalgic for me because I played the hell out of this when I was yeah. younger. Like this was so good. It's Is a it kind of that was
5: dormant for so long, and it's like kind of exciting to have it back.
4: Yeah.
6: Is it Fire Emblem? y
5: that oh yeah, way. same developer, Intelligent Systems. Yeah, it
0: is, but it's that. not. It's not character based. It's unit based. No. So yeah. you're you're producing units. There are characters. Yeah, in a yeah and and there's characters too. Yeah, back.
4: you make tanks. You make new soldiers. You go out. You try to take over the other guy's base. Like, yeah. And there's yeah. sort of like a unit
0: economy versus like a, a character focused thing. That's mm-hmm. yeah, very good. Definitely yeah. to give it a go. Uh, this was a big surprise. No Man's Sky coming to Switch <laughs> with all the content. That's going to run, like, absolutely. Uh, that thing's going to yeah. run around. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's going to run bad, y'all. They i going to be real bad to see that running on the Switch.
5: It doesn't run that great on a PS5, I a Nintendo Switch. But. <laughs> really? Well, it's fine. But, yeah, Nomad Sky's good.
4: Yeah, I mean, that'll be fun, I guess. But, like, you know, yeah, I just can't see the performance being very good. If, if you could barely get, like, Fire Emblem Warriors running... <laughs> than a game where it's like there are billions of planets. I'm like, oh god, try to try to generate that on the Switch.
6: There are a bunch of these games in this direct that came up that, like, you know, I kind of care for. It's like, oh, this is cool that it's coming to this, but more than it, it being something I care about, I'm glad that um, I I really love the Wii U and to see this to see other companies. Give out their games, even if they are games that are really old, like the Star Wars Unleashed thing and the Assassin's Creed thing. But I'm getting too ahead of myself. But all these games coming to Switch really does give me hope as a Nintendo fan that, you know what, we are out of the age of the Wii U. Other companies like the Switch now. And it's even though I don't care about some of these announcements, it's great to see that other developers are really like, okay, we will give the Switch a chance. You want to well, pay for like- these games again and have them run
4: worse? <laughs> 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 Yeah, the third parties kind of go off and on with Nintendo because it seems like Nintendo consoles always have like an off and on cycle with how popular they are. Like the Wii was really popular, the Wii U was yeah. not very popular, the Switch <laughs> is really popular. I think Nintendo's next console will probably no, not be very popular. That's that. kind of how it keeps going.
5: So they make a next console.
4: Yeah, that's true. They might just stay with the Switch forever. Might be Switch 15 U. years from now we're still using the Switch.
0: That sounds like a nightmare.
6: Yeah, um, I know. I also think um, there were huge rumors going around about how, like, the the, o- the OLED switch was meant to be like the Switch Pro, but because of COVID and chips and whatever. And I think because a lot of these companies saw that, maybe all of these games were meant to run a bit better on this Switch Pro that could have happened. So maybe now that all these games are coming out, they're all just going to run bad because it's not the Pro that they thought it was. But you know, that's just speculation.
4: Well they are also starting to do a lot more uh cloud versions of games. Cloud, yeah. So, yeah, that's becoming more of a thing on the Switch which might change things going forward too.
0: Yeah, that remains to be seen. I don't know how well those things are Yeah, I've never tried it so I don't know. Uh we'll get to Kingdom Hearts but um it was not working last night when I tried to play it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay. Uh, next up was Myers Strikers Battle League. Yeah. That cool. looks cool. Everybody loves strikers, right? Yeah. Yes. I love it.
5: We, we haven't had one since. 2007 maybe yeah yeah the the Wii Wii. marriage
6: Strikers charged on the Wii I used to I loved it so like I've got a bunch of friends that have a switch and they're like on and off about oh I might sell my switch or and they've sold them before and then bought them again and I know a game like this will because they're they're like football kind of lads and to know that there's a football mario game again because me and my friends used to love playing it and i'm so glad that th- this is a mario sports there are a few mario sports games that you know every console you kind of have one but the striker series is they haven't really done it and this is the literally this is the most violent i've ever seen the mario series get and i love it i
4: hmm. mean they did ubisoft did give mario a gun so <laughs> no, does that count bad. as a gun Oh, yeah, he's got that tactical game with the rabbits. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like a, a friendly gun, a nice gun.
4: It's a nice it's a, gun. Yeah, it's a very nice <laughs> gun. Uh, this one looks interesting because they also seem to be giving all the people armor that affects their stats. Yeah, it's got too. like an RPG thing, I like right? that. Yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: We've seen RPG stuff in in uh, golf and in tennis. So it's not that surprising. We'll see it here. It's I'm surprised that we had to wait. We had to get golf and tennis first before we could get mm-hmm. another Strikers. It's,
6: it's funny because, like, the golf and the tennis have this kind of vibe where it's, like, all fun and friendly and stuff. But my, with the Mario Strikers series, it even has that, like, kind of comic book art style. And just to see that scene where, like... Um, the voice of the guys, like, and you can tackle people, and you see like Luigi drop kick like Yoshi out of nowhere, and then Into get an hit by fans. the electric yeah. fence. Like, it's 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 Mario Strikers is in its own league. Mario Strikers, I got mad, league
4: own league. I got like mad ice hockey for the NES vibes from that. Just like going to your people, and just be like, oh, soccer is a nice friendly game. No, I'm gonna punch you in the <laughs> face and take the ball.
0: Definitely the most competitive. Mario Sports Game. I uh, I love this series. Yeah. I'm glad it's back. Uh, Splatoon Salmon Run Next Wave. This is the PVE mode from uh, Splatoon 2, and they were revealing that, yes, indeed, it's coming back in Splatoon 3. This trailer was um, sonically torturous.
4: Yeah. I hated the music in this. <laughs> I hated most of the sounds in this.
0: Uh. Splatoon music is always really weird, I love but it. it but it's very like upbeat. It's almost like if cartoon characters made ska music. Yeah, it's
5: very like it's usually
0: fine. And yeah, nice ska. Yeah, this, this was not a- like that. This was a fucking haunted house. Oh, yeah, this was a Samurai. is a fucking sad Because Is there like, like aliens,
6: all? basically?
0: Yeah. Uh they're kind of
6: going for like more of a darker vibe with this one. Like Splatoon's always been really colourful and stuff. And I guess with number three, where else do you go but making a colourful game? Yeah, because we embraced chaos in the last Splatfest and
5: then they just fucking ended the world. (laughs) (laughs) It was our fault. We made this happen.
4: This does have like uh, a lot of Nintendo games secretly have like super dark lore, and like I think Splatoon's all about like, oh, all humans are dead, and these are evolved squids. (laughs) <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that it's going leading into the darker vibe.
6: It kind of gave me like Splatoon meets BioShock kind of vibes.
0: This just, just with the way it looked. This I uh, You know how um you know how the gamer editor in chief Stacy Henley is secretly obsessed with uh Crash Team Racing. secretly Mm -hmm. (laughs) Secretly, not so secretly (laughs) divulging uh yeah she she doesn't talk about that much but she's put like a thousand hours into crash team racing i don't know when she
5: gets the tie
0: okay that's my split like that's me with splatoon it's so good though an outrageous amount of time into splatoon (laughs) too uh i i am disappointed that this isn't just a live series game like Three Splatoons that are all sort of the same uh, game.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't really seem to be it, embracing yeah. much of the live service model, which well, is good and bad. They did with Smash and that's when they'll catch up. Yeah. Yeah, it's Nintendo. <laughs> they always are behind the times for most stuff.
0: I am excited for Splatoon 3, obviously, but I really hope they don't just cut off content after two years like they did with uh, with the second one. And yeah. then we just wait for Splatoon 4 like Keep keep this game alive. You know, it's an online game. It's an online competitive game. Like you get that, you know, do well, what Rocket to... League does. Do what for like do what every other game does and like give us battle pass us and keep it alive.
4: Pass. Yeah. Yeah, battle pass for Split I don't know. That would be cool. They just, just... battle pass. That it's battle, sort of like... battle Pass. There it is. That's <laughs> that's it. Copyright it. I mean, Dying it fully. makes total
0: sense why these games sort of like just languish and fall off and then nobody talks about them, right? It's they just like there's no new content. They don't get support and people just like move on. So it's cool that there's a new one that everybody's going to get excited for, for a couple months. But, right. but I, you know, I want to see some support Nintendo.
4: Yeah. Keeps, one day no Nintendo one will understand. Die this time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. uh Front mission. Ooh, what? this is a nice it's surprise. surprise. Just this I sounds vaguely sexual experience. to me.
4: Yeah. <laughs> going What's on a mean?
0: front mission. Jade, <laughs> what is this? this? <laughs> Explain.
5: <laughs> so Front Mission's just... I think it released in, like, 95 back in Japan. It's like a turn-based mecha RPG series. Like mm. ta- like
0: tactics-style?
5: Yeah, essentially. Nice. And it, it spawned a bunch of... I think it was Left Alive that launched a few years ago, that fucking oh, dog shit Metal Gear Solid clone. Yeah. That's a <laughs> spin-off of Front Mission, technically. Okay, is it so? Is this of
4: software?
5: No, you're thinking of Armored Core.
4: That's what it is. Okay, yes, but all right,
5: yeah. It's very similar vibes, but yeah, they said they're remaking this one, and then at the end of the trailer, they just went, "Oh, we're we're remaking the second one as well." Just so you know. So it's, it's like
0: what the they side. did with uh, with Panzer Dragoon.
5: Yeah, they just like they slipped these out, but no, this is yeah. really cool. Like, I Front Mission's always been super duper niche, but yeah, if they I mean, sort slide this onto Switch and give it a bigger audience then...
4: I like big robots. I've, I to
5: give I'm
3: it a on
6: go I good, feel like that was good. I feel like that's that was a big theme throughout this whole uh direct is like all these kind of unknown Japanese only games getting like a new They're remaking Ooh. Chrono,
5: remastering Chrono. We'll, well, we'll get
6: there. There's some exciting
5: there's stuff. There's one game
4: yeah. in particular that was not <laughs> mentioned. All
0: right, we'll we'll get there. We got a lot to get through. Uh <laughs> this is front mission the first coming the summer and front mission I punched my mic. Front mission two coming someday. <laughs> uh that so that's cool full remakes the next one was disney speedstorm this looks Uh, cool or as the internet has dubbed it kingdom carts oh my god that's That's really good there's there's no there's no like sad anime twinks in this like how can it be true uh this is a bit of a monkey paw situation so what we have here is a free to play live service weird disney kart racer from Game Loft. <laughs> so when i saw the developer i was thinking mobile port like yeah mm-hmm. well so obviously Game gameloft has a reputation for doing a lot of mobile shit that's not great asphalt um, does that live a- asphalt <laughs> is probably an example of one of their actual games but they have mm-hmm. a lot of games that aren't games they're ways to spend money right um this, I assume, is going to be an actual game. I don't think... Uh, it looks too polished
5: think... to be like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, <laughs> it's multi-platform.
0: It's a kart racer. I don't think it's going to be an idle game. I play a Gameloft game. This is embarrassing. I'm going to admit something on the show. Uh, <laughs> I play uh, Disney Kingdoms, which is that? a Disneyland is like a... park builder idle game. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. Where I Okay, just, we're all here for you. <laughs> where it's like <laughs> we need a new ride in Tomorrowland. It's gonna be four <laughs> hours or forty gems he always get you with the J. I do that
5: with the Garfield endless Runner. it's like oh you can build lasagna land it's like, <laughs> it's the next level you can wait you can wait 48 hours or you can build it now
0: <laughs> um so, so this is cool uh it's got characters from Disney movies and Pixar they each have their own uh abilities and ultimate moves it's got tracks based on the movies I can't wait free-to-play
5: 50 Donald Duck that was pretty sick
0: it's gonna have a battle pass they're gonna add new courses consistently they're doing the whole live service thing oh a cart race a battle pass sounds pretty hot actually
4: this this uh it seemed like bad timing to yeah. reveal another kart racer on this particular Nintendo Direct. Direct. Well, I guess that's why Nintendo allowed later. it. The Nintendo were like, yeah, that, you
0: can announce think, your your funny little game here. Yeah, you, you, you talk
4: one. about your kart racer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you go ahead. You, you are both ahead. under the impression that you can have enough kart racers. Yeah. <laughs> we can never have enough kart racers. Okay. Or tracks. <laughs> true uh star wars of force unleashed we port this is weird a port of the Wii, Wii version. version excuse a me. a port of the Wii version. weaver yeah. yeah. just, just pull the 360 version there are theories right? i have a theory i don't think that this game would run <laughs> i don't Look, think the 360 uh, version would run
4: really oh really on the switch it's, i think it uh, would
0: I think I, it I think there was some real problems with that engine. There's a reason nobody uses that engine anymore. And I mean there's I mean, some real problems with that series in
4: general. Yeah, I, I would be willing to Nintendo bet
0: that the optimization. Intended. Well, maybe the
5: code was so fucked they couldn't jerry rig it. That's what or I think. Or yeah. maybe
4: because it has motion controls, maybe it just kind of fits with the switch cuz there's that the too. PC. You
0: can use the motion controls. Yeah. So. but uh, obviously the Wii version looked worse than the Xbox version and so I don't know. Uh, that's a weird one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection, which is Assassin's Creed Two, Brotherhood, and Revelations.
4: By the way, um, we immediate. got Assassin's Creed Four and Three before we got all of Two. That's kind of weird.
0: This collection exists on other platforms already, does it not?
4: Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, it definitely they... does. Uh,
0: I think me. I think people have nostalgia specifically for these three for the the Assassin's Creed Two trilogy people have a soft spot for Ezio, like yeah yeah they especially.
4: love
3: him
6: do you think it's worth these companies especially like ubisoft to release a game like this on the switch do you think it'll sell enough for them because these are they old do, games yeah because a lot they, of these, yeah they must do
5: i think people underestimate the size of the switch's audience and the people who just yeah. go onto the eShop and buy things mm-hmm.
4: plus i know from my experience uh, uh sometimes i will double dip and buy a game just so i can play uh... it portably because, like, that yeah. is, yeah, you can't underestimate the value of that. that. I will definitely buy a game if I can take it on the Switch anywhere.
6: That's what confuses me about, like, the cloud, all these cloud games. It's like, what if I'm, like,
0: out and about? And I, yeah, it's a well, bit weird to me. In that
4: case, I guess you nope. just can't play it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance. This is cute. This is a three-player co-op action RPG. Hmm. Uh, with Gundam suits from throughout Mobile Suit Gundam history. Sure, um, I'm, so, I'm sure Gundam I mean, people I like love it. Gundam. I like, I like Max. Big Robots. I like action RPG. I like co-op. I wish it was on PC.
4: Mm. <laughs> Maybe it will be. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dream. Yes.
4: Yes. And Radiant Dream or uh, Radiant Dreamers? Is that what it's called? Radical. Radical, radical dreamers radical yeah dreamers? that i can't believe that was part of it because i was like that's never been a thing i've only ever read about that thing
0: radical dreamers so, is a text adventure i that was gonna connects ask chrono trigger to chrono cross yeah oh. it's like the link
4: between the two games
6: is that the like satella thing that was locked behind the fact it was only on the satella I don't know cuz there was there was is. something Satellaview was like this service kind of thing that was on the SNES that it was something to do with like internet connection but you could only do like small little things like text based things like this and mm. it was only in Japan and there's a lot of content locked behind it because the service for this Satellaview service is kind of like streaming games but these games were like so small and i guess
4: this oh, is oh like the Sega channel don't know what, maybe, yeah. yeah. No one remembers the Sega Channel? There was literally a channel where you could just play Sega games. No.
6: Hmm.
4: But, uh, all right, I'm the only one who remembers the Sega Channel. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, uh, that probably is what it is, but yeah, because that's never, I've only ever read about it, I've read what the story was, but yeah, we've never been able to even touch that in North America, so that's incredible that that's coming as part of the package.
6: Yeah, uh, I hope yep. that we see more like stuff that was that is locked behind the Satella View, just as its own game, kind of like this. Because there's like uh, special modes of certain Mario games and and Zelda games on the Snes that um, are just lost to time now. But I'm sure they're locked in Nintendo's vault somewhere. And I hope uh, this whole direct, we're starting to see them like pull out really old stuff, and it's a it's a good sign.
4: Yeah, uh, there's still one thing that they won't pull out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also very sexual. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is uh, clearly a remaster, uh, a little bit of polish. It's got remastered soundtrack. Um, hopefully it's better than the Chrono Trigger remaster, which was yeah. Yeah, a bit of a disaster. The Secrets yeah, of Mana
5: remakes and stuff went that either.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, the biggest issues with, with those games are like graphical things that they... They tweaked that they shouldn't have, and like the yeah. font issues. Like these games are somewhat timeless
4: anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah, just put them out. Um, <laughs> is, that,
0: is that a time it, pun? <laughs>
4: uh,
0: this one is exciting. I, I'm like yeah. looking forward to playing that again. I haven't Me played this
4: since it came out, so it's I'm not kind of sure. To so I won't play it on yeah. Switch. But... Yeah, I'll play it on
0: <laughs> PC. uh Okay, let's talk about Kirby. Ooh, Kirby's ooh, okay. doing some new stuff, he's got a new vibe. He uh, might eat a
5: vibe at some point. You never know.
0: <laughs> well, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, Kirby is stretching his body over real-world objects and possessing it's like them. A it's like Elastigirl in fucking The Incredibles. Yeah,
4: that's it's kind of uh, weird. I saw the car, and I, I, I kind of got creeped out by it. the
0: car. It's so <laughs> he stretches around a car. It's freaky, but I love he it. Yeah, around, I he stretches around a vending machine. Can and he then stretch he can around a person and control? Oh my
3: gosh oh
6: my God. God. All of this, all of this, seemed very Mario Odyssey. A lot of it just reminded me of Mario Odyssey a lot. He, it, he's just got the Cappy ability now.
4: They're I'm making sorry. a lot of Nintendo we, games now that are just like big versions, other. like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Arceus. Now you got this Kirby game. Like they're just they're putting all their uh, franchises into like big, huge games now.
0: We just blew right past Jade's question, and I think we need Who to examine it? that. Oh, yeah. Can Kirby mouthful mode a human <laughs> being? Well, oh, it's, absolutely.
5: It's, it's the, if he can swallow a car, he can swallow a man.
6: If they're around, because it's like this post-apocalyptic world, I guess. Dig yeah. up a skeleton yeah. and swallow that. Yeah,
4: <laughs> oh of... my god! Then that's the skin on the skeleton. Can oh, can you breathe
0: through Kirby? Let's
4: yeah, because he's porous
0: <laughs> enough. I yeah, think you can that... eat Kirby.
5: But wait, if you eat oh holy Kirby. shit, what if you ate Kirby?
0: Wait a second. What if that's reverse
4: Kirby? Kirby? What?
0: Ah, uh,
5: that's like some sort of like inverse situation. Like,
4: what would happen? I don't know. This is. Uh, there are so many questions. Like if we Kirby lore. Kirby out,
0: I would. Kirby like lore out? is the weirdest. I would like the ending of Kirby in the Forgotten Land to be Kirby stretching himself over the over Statue the entire game Libby. world, and then it just. Oh. Whoa.
4: <laughs> and then the planet becomes Kirby.
0: <laughs> I want him to stretch over the Statue of Liberty and have a giant boss fight, Kaiju style.
6: Whoa, that sounds sick. Let's
3: go.
0: <laughs> he stretches over Ground Zero. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh no. yeah we also saw um some rpg-esque upgrades Yeah, this is cool oh i love that that was very cool you can take your coins to waddle these weapon shop and invest in your powers to make them stronger
6: with every kirby game thing. i i whenever you have a copy ability i just always think oh i would have loved to like have like some kind of progression in yeah. the certain copy abilities that you that you find throughout the game and this is finally i guess this is them Maybe this is a thing fans want. And uh, with a lot of Nintendo games these days, it's like now that the Switch is HD, I mean, the Wii U is HD, but now that they've, there's only certain things you can do in order to progress some of these games, that's why uh, Mario Strikers is getting gear. That's why maybe Kirby's abilities are uh, becoming things you can upgrade now. And it's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah. I do have a concern, though. What's that? What's up with the cheetah girl? Oh, her. I love her. Is she she's horny? Um, I didn't see that. She's oh, Jade. She's you don't so see, horny. Yeah, it hooked like me up
5: with a picture. Uh, yeah, yeah.
4: If I know anything about Kirby, it's she's going to have a very tragic and dark backstory. I'm a horny analyst. That's <laughs> so like part of my job. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: hold on. She's literally go. like furry she's, bait. Go send this to Jade for evaluation. Evaluation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are they doing? You what see a is... frame of her, and I was in the. I was just like, "Whoa, what was that?" This is some random shit. Like, <laughs> what's what's with them hips? What is with them hips? Look how thick Freakishly them thighs are, ma'am. She's all caked up. <laughs> it is a Thursday. Wow, my goodness. Uh, yeah, there's probably art of that already. So, oh, the yeah. there's art. There's art. You want to see some? There's always art. <laughs>
5: No, I I scrolled past something yesterday and now I'm just <laughs> earlier. Now I'm just connecting the dots.
0: Uh
4: type Nintendo in with with art service. and start yeah. looking and you'll find what you need to find.
6: Oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's confirmed. Yeah, Kobe's yeah. definitely going to swallow her. Mm.
4: Oh. <laughs>
0: Damn, shorty. All right. fast hell. <laughs> uh. In other exciting news, MLB The Show 22 is coming to Switch. We actually. What was with the puppet? This. This
6: I, was, a- I, I thought that was an American thing. I was just assumed okay, baseball's big in America. That must be some famous puppet in America. They like it. I've Japan. never seen baseball, that puppet.
0: Don't I don't follow baseball. It could be a baseball puppet. I don't. I Maybe
4: has baseball sure had puppets this cover. whole time? I would have watched baseball <laughs> so. uh,
0: Randy Johnson and Ryan Howard are going to be in Din- Diamond Dynasty mode. Cool. That sounds like a JFPG. That doesn't sound like a <laughs> Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Enneagram Masterpiece. The cloud port of all... Oh. Is that what they call it? Three. That's what it's called. Uh, it's available now. Um, <laughs> for about it $80. Is, pounds. It
3: is $90. <gasps> yeah, it's hey, yeah, I was
0: surprised by $90. that. It's on sale for 10 days for 72 How nice. Rough. Rough. Uh there is a big warning in the eShop to play the demo first. Don't buy wow. this. Do not buy. It. Yeah, it's ninety dollars and there's a warning that says do not buy this. Wow. Um yes, I downloaded the demo last night to see and the servers weren't online yet, which is kind of weird. Oh, good, start. good start. Yeah. Uh it is it was kind of interesting to go in the shop and like buy something and hit download and there's no download, yeah, you know, it's just yeah. like instantly ready to play. Yeah. Um, Is it
5: just a client that you launch?
0: Yeah. It's just, okay. yeah. It's a like one kilobyte client that you launch. And from what I saw, like it shows a little uh, like a publisher title card and then it goes right to the game, like four seconds, like you're playing. Hmm. Um, now, of course, it did not work last night, but I'm pretty sure it was not. On, the servers were not online yet. So no more. Um, I forgot to push the button. I'm I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. I have an amazing Internet. I have like 200 down, which is for, for the States is like pretty good. Nobody really has speeds like that. Um. So what a flex. <laughs> no, I, I just mean if it doesn't work for me, it's probably not going to work for anyone. Mm hmm. Uh okay. Klonoa Fantasy Reverie. Oh, baby. They're remastering the first two Klonoa games. Yes. Klonoa Door to Phantomile and Klonoa to Lunati's Veil. Vale. Who, ever who played names games game? like this? <laughs> what are you these are these are Mario platformers with like JRPG names. Yeah, but Klonoa is like it's
5: not like complete dog shit like nights into dreams. Like it's yeah. good. It's good. Some,
4: yeah, I've only ever played the Game Boy Advance game, but uh, I like that one a lot. You know, and, it's uh, made like
0: one good game.
4: Yeah. Sorry, my dude. <laughs> uh, I
0: saw a lot of people really excited about this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, me. I huge fan base. All
4: I right. like a good platformer. When Portal is this out? Com- I
5: didn't check. Uh,
0: July 8th. Ooh, let's see. Yes,
4: yeah. This summer. <laughs>
0: Portal Companion Collection. Sure, yeah, Portal yeah,
6: this is just like three. another one of these games. It's like the Ezio thing, just like, yep, okay, it's on the Switch. I'm glad it's good.
4: Like, has anyone not played both Portal games by now? They've been out for like 10 years plus at this point, uh, like, they, yeah. I children, children, <laughs> yeah. On like on a children. Oh, that's a good point. Children, I forget that yeah. children yeah. exist, yeah. Children's
5: one of those simple puzzle games that would work very well on the Switch if it found in the right. Yeah. This is going to do really well, yeah, yeah.
0: This is. Uh, I guess that's a, true. Yeah. A great couples game because the the co op mode in uh, Portal Two, right? Very topical right? Valentine's Day. That is actually a really good co op. There's mode no too, combat, so. so like dads and their kids, for sure. I could see. Yeah. I, I, I there think is like machine guns and well. stuff, though. No? <laughs> yeah, there's like turrets <laughs> that shoot at you, but they're cute. They have funny voices. It's they're it's cute
5: turrets. turrets.
4: They're cute. I'm surprised Murder there turrets. hasn't been like a Portal VR game yet yeah! I feel like that would, yeah, like that make would a, totally make sense. That
0: would make me point. sick. Damn, I'm writing that in my list of feature ideas. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> You're <up>. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oops. Uh, now, the next one is my winner of the Nintendo Direct. Ooh. Live Alive HD2D. Yeah.
4: This oh, is
0: this. very exciting. This is a deep cut. This is I an have no idea what this is, but I deep, want it. Deep cut. Okay. Jamie, uh, this was a Japan exclusive from 1994. Um, the director of Chrono Trigger did this a year before. It was his oh. first game. Oh, my. Wow.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, uh, considering my love for those types of games, I want it. I want it so bad.
6: So... I- I watched way too many like did you know gaming videos, so I had heard of this. But correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sh- I think it's like five different stories that somehow eight. interconnect at the end.
0: Eight, eight, eight different stories different that interconnect. The original at the end.
5: Octopath Traveler. Okay,
0: it it is 100 the original Octopath Traveler. Yes, oh, and, but the every single story is a different genre and a different timeline. So oh, that was a
6: different genre as well.
0: So yeah, so there's a western, there's a ninja, there's uh, like an alien space thriller. Every single one is a different game. That this sounds un- sick. It's really ambitious. So fucking cool. Uh, so like
6: one's like a JRPG, and one's like a shooter, and one's like a. So they they
0: all have the same battle system, which is it's turn based, but it's also tiles. Okay. It's like really unique, but the 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 combat changes between each one in specific ways, and the gameplay changes like a lot. Like the ninja stuff has a lot of stealth.
3: Ooh, for example, like
0: there's different that they do feel like different games, even though they're all sort of like mechanically connected by the combat system. Was this um, for
4: like the Super Famicom or something like that? Yes. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: 1994. Oh, uh... um, this uh, what what's really cool is they had famous manga artists do each of the eight different games. So they all have a different visual oh. style, too. Like oh. they're all the same, like pixel art. But they had like famous manga artists do them, and then the score was um, I don't remember her name, but the the same composer that did all of Kingdom Hearts, yeah, Kashiura oh, yes, yeah, uh, Street Fighter two, yeah, oh, okay. a whole bunch of I really love that. stuff.
4: yeah, there is an alternate universe where this game came over here instead of Chrono Trigger and has that spot in our hearts a hundred percent hundred percent, yeah.
0: 100%, yeah. This, this game should have, it, it flopped because it was meant to come out before Chrono Trigger, but it actually ended up coming out afterwards. Oh. So, so it doesn't look as good, like, because Chrono Trigger was like, you know, obviously Chrono Trigger was massive, like changed video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and this doesn't look quite as sharp as Chrono Trigger. It didn't have like the same purchase for like narrative that Chrono Trigger did. So this one kind of got forgotten. It, it didn't sell that well. It was kind of considered a flop. Have, have you played it then? No, no, oh, okay. but I've like obsessed with playing it. I've wanted to play it my whole life.
6: Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard about this before. Uh, what do you think of the art style? Just because I this I feel like this is the perfect way to take a pix, an old pixel art game. And like, it kind of has that like Octopath Traveler uh, triangle yeah. strategy kind of art style. And this is like, I'm like, this is the best way to upgrade a, uh, a really old pixel art game like that
0: yeah yeah definitely and it's funny that it Octopath Traveler is so inspired by this game and now it's using Octopath Traveler's art style so th- this is cool I ever there's like fan translations a lot of people have played it and everyone that has played this game loves it as far as I can tell so how do you say it live alive 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 live alive
4: live alive live, alive Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. This actually might be the game that got me the most hyped, too. Live, laugh, love, love really?
5: alive, alive.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, my God. This is so I'm kind so of weirdly weird.
4: excited for this. because I don't think it's weird at all. Yeah, I, I really like Wii Sports. It was fun yeah. to bowl and I... golf and stuff. I really don't see this game doing well. I
6: love it and, you know, I might get it, but I just, after after the, the original Wii Sports and it, the fact that Wii Sports was so great is because it was free and everyone had it and it was competitive and, and, you know, everyone was kind of on the same level. With Resort, the next one on the Wii U, not only did no one have a Wii U, but it was like some weird service where you paid for different sports. And also, it doesn't even look like, uh, it doesn't really look like Wii Sports. For some reason, they've gone with this, like, Balan Wonderworld esque avatar thing. And then I think there's still Mies in it too. I'm interested to see how this is going to do, but I just don't see it doing well.
4: I mean, everyone and their grandma played Wii Sports. So I can imagine someone bringing their Switch over and be like, Grandma, grandma, look, it's the bowling game you used to like. And like (laughs) taking off in that kind of a way. Like people, like motion control is definitely appeal. To people who don't play video games a lot, so being able to play tennis or golf or bowling or whatever, uh, it 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 does have appeal still. So I, I could see this being quite successful. Well,
6: I think, I think I think it'll it, kind of be like one two switch or something like
4: yeah. But that was I, that was like you know hey let's milk a cow, which doesn't exactly have <laughs> the same kind of reach.
0: Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, it is a good point that there's a bit of a branding issue with nintendo switch sports because like mm-hmm. we well you can't
4: really call it we sports because that name right. is dead now switch. so so there's that of-
0: and then there's yes but dialing back on the miis is also kind of a weird thing i remember yeah. there was this one bit in the trailer where it's like you may recognize these free sports
6: from the past and it's like yeah i know what a a, a tennis court looks like. like this could be i we know it's it, it it does have a branding problem it is very weird
4: it seems like a lot of them, too, are just tennis with a different feel because two of the new games are volleyball and badminton. And I'm like, that's right. just tennis. They're <laughs> just <kidding laughs> it's two different kinds of tennis.
6: Sports people, We're such gamers. Like, oh, that's all the same sport.
0: <laughs> uh, I think it will be massive. I think it would have been massive had it come out sooner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. How mu- Yeah, if it came out sooner, and it depends how much it's going to be it'll be 60 bucks
4: yeah it'll be a full price that's crazy it's nintendo
0: yeah Yeah, they
4: always nintendo doesn't doesn't give you like you know lower priced games that's going to be a full release it's going to be 90 dollars here in canada
6: i really struggle to see people that were huge fans of um wii sports which was free to now be like okay i'm going to spend uh this amount of money to Buy a game that I have on the Wii, but a little bit better, and it looks completely different. And I don't know if they'll fully put their trust into it because it doesn't even look like Wii Sports. The me Mi- when when the two uh developers were playing it, the me's looked really gangly and weird. So they are in it, but that's not what they're trying to push for some reason.
4: Uh, I mean, I feel like the whole concept of like avatars in your on your console has kind of fallen by the wayside. Like, you know, I think does Xbox still have avatars. I don't even think they really do. No. do yeah, they or? do. Is they
3: they do? Really? Okay.
4: Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised if they don't have Mies in this, but I have a feeling that they're they're, they're going to have some kind of like weird character creation thing where you make your own goofy people that look sort of like your dad or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It felt like the Wii had such a strong identity as the like get up yeah. off your couch and move around council. Yeah. Mm. And while there's a lot of that with the Switch, the Switch is so much a, of an everything council. It's just like. The Switch, is,
4: the Switch has become the opposite for me, where it is like the Wii was to get up off your couch. The Switch is, uh, I'm going to bed.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and this this game comes with did you see it? it comes with a little strap thing that you put on your leg and then you put the yeah, from ring fit. you put the Joy they were very
4: clear about that yeah
6: that's so
0: I, I was surprised that there was not actual ring fit integration too it's just yeah the right. fit. oh yeah
6: right so you're gonna have to put, that's gonna be included in the price that this weird little strap thing
0: why well, don't they
4: already had straps like, don't no, you like it's get?
6: a strap that goes around your leg. It's like
0: a weird, uh, oh, thing that strap. Goes around your yeah. Leg. yeah, oh, yeah, right, because it's a soccer, in too. So you can run, yeah. yeah, or kick rather, yeah, man. We need we need something else to do with that stupid ring fit. We really need another game, yeah, it's that was pretty so well. successful, think, too. It's I million know, copies. Pokemon mm-hmm. fit, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> Oh, come oh, on, be fit. Uh, yeah, be fit. This next one I don't know how to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of lead into it, and then somebody take the rest. Taiko yeah. no, no thank you. Oh, that. Uh, the rhythm, the drum game.
6: Yeah, there's a few arcades in London that have them, and uh, there's always like some people that are like pros at it and love it and there's like f- there's going to be like a a, a, a a music service system that you can pay for or something where there's like 500 extra songs for it i know people love it and i guess it lends itself well hold on wait so the idea of it is that you bang this drum but then on the switch version you just use the joy cons i thought that that kind of defeats the purpose I thought they sold the though. peripheral with oh this ah, yeah okay that makes
4: sense that makes sense yeah and it has a yeah. now
0: yeah, <laughs> they're doing the dance game thing with a subscription. Yeah, that's so, a clever
5: yeah. idea for Taiko Because
0: yeah, I'd
5: happily Is pay it? a ten a month just to play all the songs and
4: what kind Taiko? of songs? Is are a on it a franchise to justify like a almost like a monthly or like oh a, yeah, a Taiko's everywhere
5: thing. in
6: Japan. Like real, yeah, yeah, oh, really popular. Good. What kind of songs are on it? Like songs that are popular in Japan or just like charts uh, music? Sorts.
5: You find classic pop. Uh, orchestra, Vocaloid, anime,
6: games—like it's
5: a huge. Mixture. So mostly
6: like Japanese stuff. Is is there? Yeah, like... majority I mean, Japanese stuff. Okay, okay, all right. It's not like just dance where you're gonna get like Lady Gaga's newest song or whatever. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. On a drum. <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: no, it's, it, it's all covers normally
6: what makes it so popular because i've seen other like a variants of this kind of rhythm game where you like bop buttons or do different mechanisms like what well, people must just love this drum Ta- idea
5: taiko is big in japan because it's based on like a traditional festival drum like everyone is kind of, yeah, brought up with that okay. kind of that kind of thing and then they're exposed to the arcade game and it's it's very much a cultural thing as much as it
0: is that makes sense. a really popular game
4: i want another donkey Konga. that's what i want
0: oh. Oh, yeah, that'd be sick. He, He's such a little cutie, the little Taiko guy.
5: He is little boy,
0: little, little drum boy.
5: <laughs> I think he's called. Don? I
4: always think don. he's a watermelon. Don,
5: don, don. Like when you hit a drum, mm-hmm.
4: doesn't he kind of look like a watermelon a little bit? Sure, you yeah, could be a watermelon <laughs> with the red face. You could drum a
0: watermelon. You could, yeah. Uh, triangle strategies coming out soon. We got a new trailer and the mm. demo is available, which is my favorite kind of demo where it's just like the first four hours of the game.
4: And I already, then, I have that downloading right now.
0: Yeah. I played a bit last night. If you, if you play through the first three chapters in this demo, you can just keep going. Once the game comes out, it just like rolls right into the full.
4: Mm. A lot of release. tactical RPGs coming up with a switch this year. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. Uh,
0: from the Octopath team but this is instead of a turn based it's a uh, strategy rpg uh i don't really have many impressions of it yet i only played about an hour but um you, you know. can read my preview on the website let's Ooh. link that in the description jay did you find the camera a little unwieldy
5: a little bit yeah it's quite cuz I, I i think before they implemented the feedback there wasn't a camera system but now it's just like it does feel like they've tried to jerry rig it in there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. I just, so far, I feel like I just need more data. I, I need more menus. Like, I need more ways to, like, more numbers. I need more numbers. Yeah. I need to know what the heck's going on because I feel like I'm just taking my turn by turn and I d- can't really see as much as I want on the battlefield mm. of, like, what's actually happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, I haven't played that much. Uh, Cuphead, Delicious Last Course, got a new trailer. I've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah, long time. Uh, This is coming June 30th to everything. Uh, I
4: used to uh, sell cell phones. And uh, I remember it was like 2019. A person came up, had that last name. And I said, hey, did you guys make Cuphead? Turned out I sold a cell phone to the person who made Cuphead. Um, uh, they were actually repeat, repeat customers. And I know it's been a long time because that was 2019. And I remember at the time saying to them, oh yeah, and I'm really excited for the DLC that's supposed to come out this year. And so it was <laughs> like, it's been like three years now <laughs> since they basically announced that DLC and since it's been delayed.
0: I would love if you asked them for an interview and introduce yourself as a cell phone guy.
4: Do you want to know? You don't know what actually. I I remember because I had just started writing for The Gamer, and I said to them, "Hey, uh, since I'm selling you guys a cell phone, uh, when that comes out, would you be okay, if, maybe if I could get an interview?" And I actually literally asked them that. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, sure." But that was three wow. years ago, so I have no doubt they don't uh, remember. Hold this them point.
0: to it. Nope they made <laughs> they made a solemn swear. <laughs> Can I drink from the cuphead? You must. Yes.
4: <laughs> Let me sucked from Can the cuphead. I cup suck head. That stroll." <laughs>
0: Vaguely sexual. Uh Metroid yeah. Dread update. Uh, easy we, mode, we, hard mode thing. we have a lot to get through. I don't want to harp on this, but the it should have had an easy mode at launch. It's very disappointing that it took us four months to get uh, rookie mode, which gives Samus passive recovery. Because uh, a lot of people did not finish this game. It's a hard game. Mm-hmm. And they probably would have if there was an easy mode and they probably aren't going to go back to it now because that's not how video games work. Yeah.
4: Then they also add like a super hard mode as well. Yes. They added a critical (laughs)
0: mode. Uh, They're also adding a boss rush later.
4: I Uh, I like that. You add the really easy mode and then you add the super hard mode at the same time to balance it out. That's nice.
0: Always add the harder modes post launch, but launch your games with easy mode people. Come on.
6: Yeah, that kind of makes sense. And maybe that idea was like, oh, we have a definitive way that we want people to play it. And then, you know, after they've done that, they, then they can have what they want.
0: Yeah. See, maybe that's the, the idea, way maybe I it. like to play games is to, like, um have fun is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <No> <laughs> no. I don't care what the artist's long. intention is when I spend $60 to play a video. <laughs> I'm giving you my money. True, Let me true, play true, the true. game. I finished... Metroid, but I was like, wow, this was a hard Metroid. And that
5: game is hard. I'm really bad at it. Yeah, it's pretty tough.
0: Yeah. We halfway through it. And it was 19 years since the previous one, so it's not like people... It's not like you can even say, like, it's a Dark Souls situation where people should have known better. You know? Like, a lot of people, this was their first Metroid game, and it kicked their asses, and they were probably pretty sad about it.
6: Is it not more fulfilling when you finally defeat Shh, that really hard game? Don't bit? be a
0: gamer. Don't be a gamer. No. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> sometimes things are too hard for people.
5: You worked for it. Life's too busy to work. Yeah. All right. That's true. Uh
0: okay. Uh Earth Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are on Nintendo Switch online, which Woo-hoo. would be good news if Mother 3 didn't exist. Ah,
4: <laughs> I could not believe they did this. because they literally were like, "Hey guys, look, it's Earthbound. And you know what we're going to do too? Let's play the first Earthbound game as well." And I'm sitting there be like, "This is what they're going to do." It. They're actually going to do it, and then they just moved on to the next segment. And I'm like, how? How could you tease this? I it's think, right there.
6: It's just I think fucking they JRPG were... stupid. <laughs> if they were ever going to do it, I think that they would do these two first, and then you know, down the line, I think maybe this uh, this whole direct. Th- I think they really are setting up for uh, for uh, Mother Free. But I think first they would have to do this because they kind of probably want people to play this first, especially that makes young sense. people. And people who don't, uh, you know, I think they're going to do this first. And then after a while, they're going to do maybe even, like, something else Metroid. Because I saw uh, Earthbound Sugar Sat- Sugar Toy. he was, like, tweeting about this as well. So he seems really excited about it. And hopefully this is... Um... Uh, for a while i remember there was a lot of fan There was like a fan based uh
4: they were making uh, mother a, four fan- yeah yeah yeah
6: and like it's so weird for the for nintendo it is it's it's weird for any for a company like nintendo to be like no stop doing this but at the same time it's nintendo and they're they, they can be killjoy sometimes unless it was for because they're did making it themselves they're never going to. Well, what
4: I would, in my that dream world, I'm having big it,
6: hopes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. In my dream world, what is happening is that they're slowly doling out all these mother games and then they're going to put out Mother 3. And then at the same time, they're going to be like, and look, maybe we're making Mother 4.
0: No. <laughs> Yo, the reality is that Mother 3 will not sell. Oh, no, no it won't. It, it won't. It's the new. Well, because everyone's already niche.
4: played it with fan translations. <laughs> No, but also no.
0: for it to work,
6: they would have ha- they would have to rebuild the Earthbound franchise because they only it's have a big what, localization Smash? effort as well. Yeah, and I think this it's is a hammer. step towards it. I think maybe this is leading up to it. I think one day, I maybe I'm just too optimistic, but I think s- small steps, especially for a direct like this, where we've seen games like Live Alive or whatever it's called, and Chrono Cross, and it seems like they're really pulling out all these games from the archive. So fingers crossed.
4: Yeah, it's kind of why I thought they would do it in this direct because it's like Live Alive and Chrono Cross. I mean, those are at least on the same level of obscurity as Mother Three, so I thought they might just go for the trifecta.
0: Not Chrono Cross, but definitely the other one. Yeah, I think uh, I think Nintendo has to uh, have us by the balls, and this is how they do it. I think this is how (laughs) they remind us that they're in charge.
6: We're obedient little boys, and we'll do what
5: we're told.
0: They cannot be bullied.
6: Right. I don't think they would have ever have announced uh one two and three in the same direct. Maybe that's just me.
4: I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't put them together in like a trilogy and charge ninety bucks for it. Like I wouldn't. <laughs> <That> <laughs> we we like don't get, would
0: do. get we don't get Nintendo Switch Online announcements in directs sp- explicitly. Like I know yeah. like the N64 was, yeah. but games come to NSO and they don't have to put it in a direct. Yeah, they just add games sometimes. This could have been. You know, they didn't need to put this in the draft. They
6: made like, a big deal out of it. Well, I'm kind of made a big deal
0: do. out of it, yeah, yeah. They just uh, but throw, it was like, stuff like, but it was to taunt you. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, then we had a bunch of stuff flash by really fast. Uh, zombie Army Four, did I say that right? Zombie Army, I think I said Army.
3: No, nah, I think it's Army. Is that yeah. Dead War? Yeah, Dead War. Yeah. Dead War. Dead
0: War. Uh, this is coming to Switch, April twenty sixth. Uh, Getsu Famiden Undying Moon, which is a sequel to a Japan exclusive. This already came out in Japan last year and now is coming to the West on February 9th. I
4: don't, don't know anything
0: about this series. Getsu Fumiden. These uh, these nuts. Nice. <laughs> Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hanikami Chronicles. This game's cool. It's like a fighting
5: uh, huh.
0: kind of. Yep. Uh, Lego yeah, Brawlers. Yeah, Lego Brawlers, which is a mobile game. Cool, this is coming. It? Oh, sorry. Demon Slayer is coming June 10th. Lego Brawls. Yes, this is a mobile game that came out in 2019. Which uh, is finally coming to it's Switch. A, it's like a Smash. It's like Lego Smash. Smash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming June. Two Points Campus. May seventeenth, and then the last two. Uh, Ooh, yeah, Ma- Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Booster Course. Wow. pass. Cool, an unprecedented I love DLC it. for an extremely old game. This, this is the best
6: thing that could have happened. This is better than this is better than a Mario Kart Nine. I I would rather this than a Mario Kart Nine. I would rather like. There's a point in Mario Kart where every new one they're trying to add a new gimmick, and this is this is the the, the plateau like i don't know what other gimmick they could add and without just changing the whole game and it being weird so the fact that they're just adding more tracks uh to Mario Kart 8 is amazing to me
4: i love it i i just want one of the remastered tracks to be cheeseland i want cheeseland Cheese to come already back. in it cheeseland's Cheese in it is, did, they, did they confirm
6: cheeseland's in it no cheeseland is already in deluxe oh is I play it? it all the time yeah yeah,
4: yeah oh yeah. i didn't know they had already put it in <laughs>
6: Congratulations, really? I Jamie.
4: Apparently, I haven't, yeah. I haven't played Mario Kart Still in a while, today. so apparently I, I did not know that. Yeah, so
0: yes, the way yes. this is going to work is that they're going to release eight tracks at a time over six waves for... Over two years. Until the end of 2023. Yeah, yeah. so it,
6: it would be, it, if, if they do it like,
0: uh, it'd be like one every four months if they're going to stick to a time frame. Something like that, yeah. Uh, it's twenty five bucks for the pass, or if you have the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass, the the one that came when they released the N sixty four ports, the, it's included with that. Oh, cool, uh, I have that. Yeah. yeah. So you you get the tracks. Um, I like personally. I like the the live service. Dole them out over time. It kind of makes a sort of like. Mm a bi-monthly event where you can mm. like do your circuits with your friends of oh, new yeah. courses just dropped. It's like, you know, like when a smash character comes out, you can play these new tracks every couple months. I think that's really cool. Mm. Um, I also, my gut, my first instinct was that this is also better than just getting Mario Kart nine, or I guess we need to call it 10 because apparently Mario Kart tour yeah, I is, guess, so. is Mario yeah. Kart nine uh, because yeah. this is tracks from all the games Including Mario Kart Tour. Oh yeah. Yeah.
6: So my boyfriend plays a lot of Mario Kart Tour and Mario Kart Tour has seventy-two tracks and like over a hundred different characters. Like yeah. Mario Kart Tour really has a lot of content. And what I think has happened is that they've upscaled a lot of this Mario Kart Tour content for for this for this uh what is it called booster course pass and mm -hmm. you know it's easy money for them and mario kart's their best-selling game and i i mean i love it It, it's a bit lazy on their side but you know i do
0: love it so you said upscale and i've been looking at like side by sides between the courses that already exist and what they showed in this trailer and y'all i think these new courses actually look pretty bad yeah, because, no. like, mobiles run at,
5: well, tablets especially will run at a higher resolution than the Switch.
0: Like, they are all super flat, no lighting. They a mobile
5: game. They don't, mm.
0: they don't look like the same game. Ugh, I didn't know they, that. This could be early. Like, maybe this isn't what they're actually going to look like. But what they showed in this trailer does not look like 8 Deluxe.
4: I need to look at it again. Yeah, yeah the, I think I was just hype for new courses. I'll, I didn't really yeah. I'll send
0: you guys some side by sides I've been looking at. But that c- uh, that does make sense. Though. Yeah, that does make sense. I mean, I'm a Mario sucker, so I'll 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 be on it. People are going to be pretty pissed if all these courses look like shit. <laughs> um, hmm. but I hope I, they weren't. I think the idea is cool. I think it's bizarre to get a DLC pack for a a game that's. I mean, technically over 10 years old right Mm. wow yeah (laughs) yeah
4: Yeah. Yeah. you're all getting old
6: as someone who invested a lot of time into my wii u when no one else did and mario kart 8 i'm glad that somehow that all the time i invested then is is still coming in handy now but now there's more tracks so i have to get i have to learn all these new tracks which is more content for me and it's great i hope there's also he loves content (laughs) (laughs) i hope there's more characters I don't, oh, me too. Yeah.
0: I hope there's new characters. The the other thing with the new tracks is that they don't leverage the Mario Kart 8 mechanics. They're not going to be Yeah, like the anti-grav anti-gravity Anti-gravity. Oh. Or like glider stuff, right? Because they're all old. I think there is glider stuff. I think they've added glider stuff definitely guess on, in Mario Kart
4: Yeah, I would have yeah. thought that they would have adapted that. Seven for, had glider.
6: Um, I don't know about anti-gravity. I don't think... Uh, yeah, you know what? I don't know if there is anti-gravity in Mario Kart Tour. There definitely is uh, gliding stuff. There's gliding
5: in 7. I think that's when it did. There was be. gliding yeah, in, in 7. Yeah, that's when it started.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. But if they mm. pull a bunch of stuff from... One, two, three, four, five, six. Like when it's not going to be Mario Kart 8 style. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, There's definitely positives and negatives. I can see where people are disappointed that there's not going to be a nine, but why would they cannibalize the sales that they're still getting from eight? Yeah. it's still consistently like top yeah. five sales like
6: well mario kart's yeah. like an, a, a nintendo console staple if 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 people that are buying the switch are remembering all the good times that they had with their wii and they skip the wii u one of the first games they'll get probably is uh mario kart so yeah just for like a social reason
0: i think mario kart's just selling amazingly because nintendo's yeah. that kind of console it is it's still selling amazingly there's no way you make a nine and split those sales or like confuse people or
4: I, I until, like I, the Switch I, 2 comes out and then you just go, well, we need a new Mario Kart at that point.
6: I think a That's 9 probably would sell really yeah. well for them. I, I could see them wanting to do a 9 and doing a 9. I just think this this uh, they have all these tracks on tour and I think them just copy pasting them and maybe upscaling them a little bit or whatever happens uh, is easy for them and profitable for them. And, you know, it makes me happy
0: too. Our final game of the wrecked was xenoblade chronicles 3 yes bring <laughs> it on we all got your british jrpg <laughs> Yeah, that is uh, a big selling point for me at least i haven't not played any of these so somebody else oh no, xenoblade chronicles I've 2 is incredible one. why does it look like a big open world with nothing in it every trailer because it
5: is eric <laughs> why yeah. is that thing xenoblade it looks like garbage Uh but everyone speaks like they're from london in it it's jrpg anime garbage and it is amazing but this one looks like it combines the best stuff for one and two
6: like, yeah they've always been really daunting to me i've heard like how long it takes to finish and how big they are and for whatever reason i never got into one or two and actually i didn't i never even tried them but with number three this is i feel like this is a perfect time for me yeah to get on i think it.
5: they've they've also said you don't need to have played any of the previous ones to enjoy this and yeah i don't think that's I really, really good like it's the same character designer and composer from two so they're definitely carrying over that stuff which is which is cool because that game is wild
4: no, I was going to say my own experience with Xenoblade uh, Xeno Chronicles is uh, playing as a half-naked guy in Smash Brothers. Smash. That's well, pretty yes. much it. Backslash.
0: Backslash. <laughs> is,
4: is this actually
0: 4? Isn't there another? Is it Xenogears oh, part of this? Xenoblade Chronicles
5: X for the Wii U, yeah, which, yeah, Chronicles X which has not been ported. That game is vast, where I almost think porting it might be a, too ambitious a thing for the. to do. What? Is that a prequel? That's Wow, it's not really anything. Uh-huh. Like you control oh. mechs and shit in it. It's in it like a different slice of that universe. Okay.
6: Mm. All right. I'm inter- I'm interested to know like how well how we- how well does two run on it? Uh, it runs fine. It doesn't look great, <laughs> like <if I'm
5: laughs> perfectly honest. But I think it's one of those games where the art design carries it.
6: Yeah, mm. yeah, it does look like that. I mean, this game is like not a port of something else, isn't it? It's uh, what the company called? monolith soft monolith so it's they're making a game specifically for a nintendo console and like just from a trailer it looks like a big ambitious nice
5: looking game they do all the they're the developer who do all the open world stuff for breath of the wild like oh they bring them in to do all of that that makes all right all
0: right everybody pick your winners pick your winners (laughs) easy uh mario kart booster pass
4: Uh for me probably like live 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 a live a live (laughs) live alive live
6: alive or Fire Emblem Warriors
5: second and then maybe Chrono Cross third. But I do love the look of Kirby, like Kirby looks like ridiculously Mm. cool.
4: Mm. Advanced Wars as well looks good. Yes.
6: I would give this direct a nine out of ten. Like I've come it away great. from the Nintendo Direct yeah, it was so yeah' I, 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 I yeah, and annoyed. I was happy with it. The only thing that I've, that would make it a ten would have been for some of the games to look like they don't run badly, and also uh-huh. Zelda. I am still going to say Zelda. Like, <laughs> a Zelda would have made it ten out of ten, but you know what? Nine is still amazing. It's still really
0: good. Uh, Will
4: song ever show up in a direct? I, I feel sure like that's just not so. going to show up. They're just going to release it one day out of the blue.
0: For me, Live Alive, it's definitely the most exciting thing. I'm uh, also very excited to play Strikers. I think that's going to be a fun game. Even for us. That'll be fun. For us to all play together, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm still excited about Advance Wars. There wasn't really much new there. Front Mission is intriguing, and I'm the only one that's going to care about Disney Speedstorm, but I think that looks (laughs) like a top one. You can play as Sully from Monsters, Inc.
4: That is true.
0: So how is that not game of the year automatically? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You guys want to do the uh, listener question with me? Yeah. Sure. mm -hmm. Okay. Last week we asked, uh, in honor of Dying Light 2, what's a game you would or have put 500 hours into? I'm going to be basic and just say Pokemon uh, Diamond
6: back in the day. Uh, do you I'm think you Pokemon played that for 500 guy. hours? Oh, no, yeah, I remember I remember seeing it. The um, the save... The, when you save, it says however long. I think it was like 600-ish. Um, but that's because I was I was obsessed with that game. And being a kid, I could never do that these days. My my brain as a kid loved it. But yeah. no, I don't know if I could ever play a game for 500 hours these days. I feel like a lot of games that I played a lot of was when I was younger more. I just moved from game to game quicker now. Uh, I mean... I-
0: let oh, go, go ahead.
4: Okay, uh, I guess the like the only game I think that would qualify for me would be something because like I play a lot of like multiplayer games with friends, and I I'm positive that I have pumped that many hours into Apex Legends. I'm almost mm-hmm. positive that's the only one I could think of. Uh, because like most single player games, like I've probably pumped like two to three hundred hours into like Skyrim or Dark Souls or something like that. But like Apex, you just like, you play one match, you're, you're out. You play one match, you're out. Like you just keep doing that over and over again. I have no doubt, I've probably logged like a thousand hours into Apex just because you just play it with friends, you play it over and over and over and over again. So that's probably for me the answer, because I can't think of a single player one.
0: Hmm. Jade, do you ever I... play the game for 500 hours? Hmm.
5: The closest is probably something like Stardew Valley, like combining all of my platforms. Yeah. Or maybe Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, I don't
3: yeah. I'm, just looking, up, good, good I'm just looking at I'm just
6: looking at my Switch thing uh, when it says however many hours you've played games for. I play a lot of Smash and I play a lot of it at my cousin's house. But on my personal Switch, when uh, whenever I play it, it's uh, 339 hours. But on my cousin's, who I play it more, I go to his house and we play it a lot. I probably play Smash. More at his house than my house. Mm-hmm. He's got it on here for
0: 995 hours. <laughs> <Lord>. okay, yeah.
4: <laughs> Here's your winner. Uh,
0: I have probably about 1,500 in Destiny 2. I'm looking at Whoa. my Steam oh, right now. Oh, yeah, Destiny 2. My That's Steam good, says yeah. 931, but it used to be on Battle.net for the first oh, two years. So I don't know how much time I put into That's it easily total. in
5: the 2000s or something.
0: Yeah, probably. Whoa. Yeah, um, that and also Ark. Unfortunately, I have played an absurd amount of Ark Survival Evolved 604 hours in an Ark. Uh, and then Wow. For sure, I've put that much in Wow. And then if you combine all the Kingdom Heart games together.
5: Yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy. <Modern> <laughs> <laughs> Not F- even all of them, because I've
0: replayed them a bunch. I've replayed the, the first two a bunch of times Kingdom Blocks um yeah so for our listeners there's some pretty surprising there's some very interesting answers to this question uh david uh aka at dark watchman 28 said uh three games dead or alive five interesting Ooh. okay uncharted 2
5: what Whoa, and the last of play us it? whoa that's a bit sad
0: david said (laughs) david says 20 single player playthroughs and hundreds of hours of multiplayer in each uncharted 2 and the last of us okay 20 20 are you okay 20 playthroughs i mean those games are great
4: dude really likes nathan drake Apparently Do those seven. games
6: change that much every time you play no,
5: it.
0: No, not in the no. slightest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really, think there's really. a
4: movie I've seen
0: 20 times. Maybe when I was like a kid and I watched the same movie every day. But I can't even think of a two-hour movie I've seen 20 times, let alone a 30-hour video game. Uh, impressive, David. Good for you. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe Foster says... Uh, all the football manager games <coughs> from 2015 onwards. I'm, yeah. I, I imagine that. you yeah, could put in, an certain amount of time into those games. Those games are a
5: spreadsheet machines. machine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, Penguin says, I would sink this much time into Marvel's Avengers if it had the end game content to do so. And I, you know what? I tend to agree. Mm. If Marvel mm. Avengers had been the game that it should have been, like, that it was intended to be. If, if that was superhero destiny. Yep. Yeah. 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 If Avengers was, was Avengers Destiny, I for sure would have put 500 hours into it by One now. One day uh andrew roscoe says skyrim easily a decade later
4: i'm still finding things in that game yeah that that's probably the single player game i put the most time into if i had to guess
0: full out free i'll add that onto my list uh matthew johnson says overwatch yeah i probably have actually me too as well i wish BattleNet tracked hours played because i probably i for sure have put 500 in overwatch uh
4: i I used to play that before uh, apex legends so definitely overwatch
0: matthew also said rocket league Ratchet and Clank, again, I don't... Maybe
4: if you combine
0: them all and you played them multiple times. Yeah, like several times over. <laughs> and then 3D Pinball, which is very funny. The the one that comes built into oh, the Space 98 one. or whatever. Yeah. I yeah.
4: Yeah. beat that high score.
0: <laughs> I guess if you uh, went into computer class every day at school and just played that.
5: <laughs> That's what I did.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, Cholu says... For me, that's got to be Gran Turismo Four. I bet people have put insane hours into. This, yeah, yeah. yeah, people love
4: cars. Yeah. That or Forza, probably. Yeah.
0: There was just so much content for a 2004 mm. game. I could say the same for Gran Turismo Two in 1999. Mm. Uh, Bromor. I'm sorry, Bromor. That's probably not how you say your name. Genshin Impact. Ooh. That's recent. Been grinding <laughs> on that grind. Grind them uh, as anime girls.
4: <laughs> you gotta catch them all.
0: <laughs> uh, he also said <laughs> He also said most Total War games... Oh yeah, once we get into RTS shit.
5: Yeah. yeah. Right. Starcraft and all that stuff. Can
0: you imagine? How many oh, have I put yeah. into Civ? I bet my Civ. Oh, Civ is a time, time eater. Uh,
5: that game just ravages your time. You don't even know.
0: 300. Not quite there uh okay he also said uh age of wonders 3 good game empire is that a real game um sure and call duty world at war it was my first cod game so i spent a lot of time playing the campaign and zombies the thing with cod is that there's people that just play cod so of course they've Mm -hmm. got 500 hours i played
5: about 10 days real time in modern warfare 2 I yeah, Modern Warfare 2, I've
6: probably got, like, loads of time in, if I go back Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah. Uh, Connor said, Destiny 1 and 2, Skyrim, Oblivion, 500 hours in Red Dead 2 across multiple playthroughs on different machines. Wow. Plus, you've I got Red Dead Online, so... Yeah. There's a lot of hobby games you could sink forever. Uh, Xenoblade2hater <laughs> <laughs> says... <laughs> Listen uh, to nine... him, motherfucker. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love this podcast. 900 hours on Overwatch and 700 hours on Fallout 4. Sorry, like 900 hours on Xenoblade 2. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Arnold says uh, Over multiple new games, I recognize 500 hours sunk into Pokemon Sapphire. Uh, by definite log- logged hours, the closest I got is 300 in Persona 5. Could you put 500 hours into Persona? If you I know it's long, it, but... If you played it over, I think. Played it five or six times? Yeah. Maybe did all the side <laughs> quest and stuff. <laughs> um, Elliot says, Final Fantasy VII, multiple playthroughs over the years. See, when people... I know these are long games, but I don't think you guys know what 500 hours is.
5: <laughs> Final Fantasy VII isn't that long. Did Sorry. you have
0: you played it ten times in
5: JRPG standards? You'd have to play it unless more you just
0: spend times. all than your than ten times. Yeah,
4: unless you just spend all your time trying to farm chocobos. Yeah.
0: Um,
4: <laughs>
0: Don't die on me. Says the Mass Effect series, the Dragon Age series, Skyrim, Call of Duty, and Final Fantasy. Uh, Victini blast! You can guess what they're going to say. <laughs> Pokemon <laughs> Y, Pokemon Shield animal crossing new horizons in wild world and splatoon Ooh, i'm surprised i haven't
6: heard more animal crossings i can i yeah a the fact there are people that spend that much time on it
0: yeah for sure especially throughout 2020 when that's all people were doing it. <laughs> uh sonic miles says breath of the wild again i doubt it sonic miles mm that's 500 hours is a very long time to play breath of the wild yeah <laughs> like certainly even... long time to play breath of the wild
5: you just stand in a field for 400 hours
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah I wonder, I wonder how long it takes to do every shrine not that
5: long mm-hmm. i
0: did no. i did every shrine i don't think i played more than 40 no. hours. is it not really
4: yeah. i mean i popped 90 hours into it so ooh, maybe play it over and over again
0: um, over and over and over and, and over, over and over and over and over, over, and over, the over the again. DLC, all the levels
6: that in the in the DLC. Playing
0: again on the hard mode. Oh yeah, there you go. The hard mode. Sareem says, "Getting there with Genshin and almost there with GTA Online." I I see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I have a screenshot from Chamsky from Fortnite. They have <laughs> two hundred and nine days, twenty two hours, and thirty one minutes. Probably. Yep. Get, get my calculator out.
4: Uh, that, that definitely fits the bill.
6: That's crazy.
0: We are going to assume that they didn't just leave it running, which I have done before. Just walked <laughs> away from my computer and left games running. Uh, 209 days is over 5,000 hours. Oh my okay. That'd be good. Imagine spending two-thirds of a year of your life in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Sin says The Forest. Oh. Survival. We haven't heard of many survival games uh, on this list. But I I guess I said Ark, but...
4: Yeah, I'm surprised no one said Minecraft yet.
0: Well, Crypto says I have over 500 in Minecraft. Oh, well, there you go. That makes sense. (laughs) Shut me up. And Stardew, but divided on different devices. That's what Jade said. Uh, Sam says Destiny, Destiny 2, and WoW. Sir Laguma says, "Monster Hunter World." Oh, baby! The thing Man. with Monster Hunter is that once you pass like sixty hours, you are literally just doing the same thing. Like it's worse than any MMO or Destiny. Like once you get into the grind of Monster Hunter, you're just like, "I'm gonna kill Nerd gigante I'm gonna kill Nerd gigante again." 500 hours later, I'm going to kill Nerd Like, there, You you hit such a wall with Monster Hunter. So if somebody really has 500 hours in that game, that's pretty impressive because it's uh, it wears you down. Uh, and then finally, Kieran says Total Warhammer 2. Is that it? Yep, that's it. We did yeah. it. We did it. Uh, that's a lot of games. That's we a lot of game games. Lose. That's a lot of hours.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: A lot of H. Uh, for next week's question, we want to know what you're most excited about from the Nintendo Direct. Tell us uh, what surprised you or what game you're most excited to play. Or maybe what you wanted to see. You or know. maybe Ooh. what you wanted to Ooh. see. We want to hear your Nintendo Direct thoughts. Uh, that's our show for the week. Thank you all for listening. And thank my esteemed panel of Nintendo experts. We'll see you next week.